0: Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of AMAM Ask Me Anything Mondays, a monthly session where we answer your questions from Srila Prabhupada's books. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Gyanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam, Sthapitam Yena Bhūtale, Swayam Rūpah Kadā Mahyam Svapadāntikam, Vandehaṁ Shri Guru Shri, Yutapadakamalam Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavaṁśca, Shri Rūpam Sagrajātaṁ, Sahagana Raghunāthāṇitam Tamsu Jīvaṁ, Sādvaitam Sāvadhūtaṁ, Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Shri Radha Krishnapadha, Sahagana Lalita Shrivi Chakhanvitamcha. He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho Jagatpate, Gopesa Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamo Stute, Tabta Kanchana Gaurangi देवी Vrishabhanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Evacha, PADITANAM BHAVANEBHYO VAIŞNAVEBHYO NAMON NAMAHA NAMA OM VISHNU PADAYA KRISHNA PRESTHAYA Bhutale Sri MATE BHAKTI VEDANTA SWAMINITINAMINE NAMASTE Saraswati DEVE GAURAVANI PRACHARINE NIRVISHESH SUNYA VADHI PASCHATYA DESHATARINE JAYE SHRI KRISHNA CHAITANYA PRABHU NITYANANDA SHRI advaita gadadhar SHRI VASADI GAURA BHAKTA VRINDA HARE KRISHNA HARE KRISHNA 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 HARE 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 RAMA HARE RAMA RAMA RAMA, Rama HARE HARE <coughs> So welcome everybody to this uh, Ask Me Anything Session, AMA Session. So we will try to answer your questions from Srila Prabhupada's books. And let's take the first question. We have uh, already a lot of questions. (laughs) So, just a second. <clears throat> okay, this is the first question. Omkar Tavare, is asking Prabhu, naturally speaking, is liberation for women hard in comparison to man? So, let's see. Bhagavad Gita nine thirty two Krishna says here Mam Hi Pathavya Pashritya Yepisyo Papa Yonaya Strio Vaishyas Tha Shudras Tepiyanti Param Gatim O son of Pritha, those who take shelter in me, though they be of lower birth, women Vaishyas or merchants and Shudras or workers can attain the supreme destination. <coughs> so, in fact, in one of the purports, um, Prabhupada explains that the women have a natural inclination uh, to go to, I mean, to perform religious activities. In fact, they will in any religious function. Women are more than men. Of course, they are. Uh, they may be uh, seemingly less intelligent but they have this natural simplicity by which Prabhupada said that is their advantage whereas men tend to be a little more skeptical uh, tend to be a little more skeptical which is a sign of intelligence but then in the matter of spiritual uh, affairs one should not be uh, skeptical especially if he is following i mean seeing something which is presented in an authentic way but of course there are many people so <coughs> there may there may be many cheaters and sometimes people may be wary of them so, but anyway uh, women have a natural inclination for um, following anything religious that said, yes men are more intelligent than women naturally that's how the body is prepared by Krishna it's not about any um, gender differences or you know, kind of uh, sexism or something like that it's just the way Krishna designed, but Krishna here is saying, clarifying the fact that to come to Him, nothing in fact is uh, a hindrance. And I will show you another verse. Now, women, maybe you know of lower birth, right? Now, let's see. Um, Fifth canto, Hanuman is saying something interesting. <clears throat> this is uh, spoken by Hanuman One cannot establish a friendship with the Supreme Lord Ramachandra On the basis of material qualities See, this is a point Very important point Not based on material qualities, oh if somebody is more intelligent, less intelligent, more beautiful, less beautiful, more uh, richer or poorer, no, not on the basis of material qualities, such as one's birth in an aristocratic family, one's personal beauty, one's eloquence, one's sharp intelligence or one's superior race or nation or let's add to this mix gender also, it's the same thing. None of these qualifications is actually a prerequisite for friendship with Lord Sri Ramachandra Otherwise, how is it possible that although we uncivilized inhabitants of the forest have not taken noble births, although we have no physical beauty and although we cannot speak like gentlemen, Lord Ramachandra has nevertheless accepted us as friends. You know, (coughs) Ramachandra took service from the Vanara army. What is Vanara? Nara means man. Va plus Anara is Vanara. Anara means not men. It means all <laughs> animals. They were monkeys. Majority of them were monkeys. Apes. And uh, some of them were bear. Some of them even vultures. You know like who is that? Um, uh, who's the one who's killed by Ravana? Jatayu. Jatayu was a vulture. So in this way all kinds of Anara were there in his. Um, Va Anara means all kinds of Anara uh, means not men, subhumans, animals, birds, like that. So he showed by personal example that material qualifications are not um, uh, what is that a prerequisite. So it's not that the brahmanas are uh, you know yes brahmanas yes they have a very high chance definitely definitely. But again, if it is not coupled with devotion, useless. Classic example is the. Yagnik Brahmanas in Krishna's uh, Bhagavatam and Krishna Leela. So the Yagnik Brahmanas they were doing big big sacrifices, but their wives were interested in going and serving Krishna. Krishna when asked for charity, they were the ones who left the place of sacrifice and went to Krishna. Whereas the Brahmanas were more uh, attached to doing the sacrifice than going to Krishna. So if I do all these Vedic duties, but then if I don't come to Krishna, what is the use? So it doesn't depend. You know, not that because it's Brahmana, because Krishna says. Brahmanas is the best of all I worship Brahmanas Krishna also said that But then why here The Brahmanas were neglected And the wives received the mercy of Krishna Why? So it's not just being a Brahmana Or being a man That is the qualification to reach Krishna But to be a devotee And that devotee Anybody can become Like you see uh, Even Kunti Devi Of course the topmost devotees are women The Gopis Radharani. Of course that is spiritual women but even I mean of course Kunti, anybody who is devotee you automatically become spiritual, whether it's <laughs> you know man or woman or animal, may be may, like Hanuman, monkey, right? But then spiritual, pure devotee. Even Brahma cannot equal Hanuman. Of course, in our case Brahma is a pure devotee, but that post of Brahma, Hanuman is higher than the post of Brahma because it's a pure devotee. So and you from monkey. And let's see other examples. Let me see if I can remember. Okay, let's take this one first. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 2, Chapter 4, Text 18. Kiratahunandra Pulindapulkasha Abhi Rashumbha Yavanakasadaya Yenye Chapapa Yadapashrayashraya Shuddhantitasmai Prabhavishnavay Namaha Kirata, Hona, Andhra, Pulinda, Pulkasha, Abhira, Shumbha, Yavana, members of the Khasa races and even others addicted to sinful acts can be purified by taking shelter of the devotees of the Lord due to His being the supreme power. I beg to offer my respectful obeisances unto Him. So these classes of people, Kirata, Hona, Andhra, Pulinda, pulkasha these are all lesser than Shudras. This is also low birth. But then, even they can become completely... Uh, purified. Even uh, Devahuti was saying, So, those who chant the names of Krishna, even though they may be born of Chandala families, that means dog eaters, they can rise. So, not just women. Now, you, you asked, your question is about the women. But, you know, <coughs> those who are lowly cultured, it is very difficult for them to go to Krishna. Whether it be woman or man or whatever. But even then, if they take to Krishna consciousness, any person can be delivered. So I am answering this. I am answering this question on a much broader level, not just women, but everybody, like across all races, across all species, even, hmm. not only gender, within one race or within one species, everything across the board, whoever, because in ultimately, the soul is not male or female in the in the material sense. The body is male or female but of course the soul is spiritually female because it is to be enjoyed by krishna and prakriti but in the material sense the male and female those two identities don't belong to the soul at all an animal all these things don't belong to the soul because they're trapped in that body they are conditioned that with that kind of consciousness less intelligence more intelligence less beauty more beauty less opulence more opulence whatever it is aristocratic or condemned birth or whatever but When when one takes to Krishna consciousness, it doesn't matter where he comes from, he or she comes from. So that's why it is said, Vaishnava jati buddhi. To consider Vaishnavan to be coming from some caste, some race, some gender, this is offense. Then why do we have such, um, why do we have such differences even in the temple? Then there are Prabhuji's, Mataji's. Now that is because we are not on the, we have not come to the platform where we are completely liberated right, we are still having material contamination, we are on the path so while on that path when we are not completely liberated, we cannot you know, intermingle then there is every chance of falling back into the bodily conception of life therefore to um, safeguard there has to be rails there has to be, you know, like uh, you know, rails, like when you are climbing down the staircase, there are rails so that you don't fall off Or a balcony. Balcony has rails so that you don't fall off. So, in order for us not to fall away, because we are not experiencing this with devotional life yet, we are just, when the child is learning to walk, we will fall down. So, to have these guardrails, so that we don't fall away from spiritual life. So, therefore, these rules, as long as we are still in the bodily concept, we have not shed the bodily concept completely, these are necessary. But, in the ultimate issue, there is no Difference between male and female because the soul the soul has nothing to do with this male and female bodies. Now let us see what some more verses. Oh how glorious are they, whose tongues are chanting your holy name. Even if born in the families of dog eaters, such persons are worshipable persons who chant the holy name of your lordship must have executed all kinds of austerities and fire sacrifices and achieved all good manners of the Aryans to be chanting the holy name of your lordship they must have bathed at holy places of pilgrimage studied the Vedas and fulfilled everything required there is a nice story in this connection of Ramanujacharya one of his uh, Diksha or Siksha Gurus is coming from Sudra family so once Ramanuja Sharya was out uh, of his home. He was on his preaching um, mission, he was giving class somewhere. Then his wife was there at home. And uh, this Guru, I mean this great Vaishnava who is from a Shudra background, he came, he was going uh, door to door, you know, begging for um, food like a sannyasi. So he was doing that and uh, he asked if any uh, Prasadam is available. She said yes. But then she gave him a plate and put him outside. Like, you know, Shudras, the Brahmanas, they don't, you know, the Shudras were not allowed, were not allowed in those days, were not allowed to enter the Brahmanas' houses or nothing like that. So, because they are, you know, impure. Yeah, because by their habits, they are impure, they contaminate. Suppose if a Brahmana is doing pujan and then this meat eater, he comes in and, you know, he, he, he lusts over the food or something like that when it's being offered. So, so many things. In fact, that's why um, uh, even in the temple also we have rules like that those who are initiated of course we see the brahmana or what by qualification like if he's a devotee yes then he's allowed to you know serve in the kitchen or if he's not devotee or something and if he is a person who who, kill, who will lust over the food or something who doesn't follow the principles then yeah we try to avoid see uh, they give other services okay you do this, this, this service but not you know like for example altar room or something cleaning or something in the in the inside the altar or the worship articles so these are not given to those people because they don't know the standards of cleanliness and with which to touch the objects of the deity so we cannot just like um, come to the temple after eating meat or you know without bathing properly with uh, passing stool and coming we don't know what they are doing when they come here to the temple right so should not be given everything anything yes but of course Prabhupada made exceptions in the beginning you know like when they were new and everything it's another topic <clears throat> but you see exception of course he do not compromise or anything but you know when Yamuna, Yamuna Mataji in the beginning you know when she was just becoming a devotee not yet but devotee yet so she was smoking but Prabhupada engaged her okay you help in the kitchen cutting because her sister's marriage and she was revoting so anyway that those things were there but we're talking about the standards so there was that such divisions among human society and they were they had meaning not to discriminate against them but um, for for uh, practical uh, things just like if i am not like when you are uh, going into the theater you know i because of this coronavirus one of the doctors was explaining in a video how um, like surgical masks and, and all these gloves and why they use in the op- operation theater he was just explaining how you know everything is used so if they touch something, they have to immediately remove their gloves. These, de- I mean, sanitize themselves up till the elbows before they can touch in the operation theatre anything on the on the patient. Everything has to be super clean, sterilized. So, if a, if a body of a of a human being requires so much cleanliness when we are serving it, so when we are serving the deity, how much more clean we should be. So we should be clean and everything should be proper. So that is standard is there. But then again this person was a Vaishnava and Ramanujacharya's wife was he, she treated him like an ordinary Shudra and put the plate outside and asked him to eat outside and when a Vaishnava comes you should invite them him to the home and you know, seat and um, you know serve him opulently and everything with great respect but what is that not even allowing him to the house so when um, Ramanujacharya came back to the house and he found out from his wife that this thing happened he was very upset he was determined he will leave Family life. He will leave her, take sannyas, and then what he did? Of course, she, no wife will <laughs> agree if the husband wants to take sannyas. So he asked her, "You go to your parents' house. I am actually going on a preaching trip, so you will be alone in the house for uh, about two weeks or one month. So what you do? Because I have to travel, you you go to your parents' house and stay there. Then she went there, and he took sannyas. That means that's it. Never to see her again. That's strict." So it's very great offense to consider a uh, Vaishnava to be any jati or you know gender or something. But still we have to follow the etiquette because we are still conditioned, and there are rules and regulations how to behave in society, and to avoid any oh we're all Vaishnava Vaishnava so man and woman hug each other is it? How how <laughs> it doesn't uh, we can't do that. So it will create a all illicit sex everything will go. on. Yeah. So to avoid all this. You know degradation there has to be separation. That is there. Then I'll show you another verse. This is just the first question we are taking this long. I promise I will <laughs> I'll go through everything. Let's see, I think it's twelve two, no. Twelve three. Is it this one? No, um, let me... Oh, 11, 12, 3 to 6, okay. You see this, 11, 12, 3 to 6. I'll read the English. In every Yuga, many living entities entangled in the modes of passion and ignorance gain the association of my devotees. Thus, such living entities as the all these mentioned in this verses in this translation here are condemned births. But you see, in modes of passion and ignorance, these are base modes. Thus, such living entities as the daityas, rakshasas, birds, beasts, gandharvas, apsaras, nagas, siddhas, charanas, guhyakas, and vidyadharas, as well as such lower class human beings as the vaishyas, shudras, women, and others were able to achieve my supreme abode. Fritasura, Prahlad, and others like them also achieved my abode by association with my devotees. As did personalities such as Vrishaparva, Maharaj, Banasura, Maya, Vibhishan, Sugriva, Hanuman, Jambavan, Gajendra, Jatayu, Tuladhara, Dharmavyadha, Kubja, and the gopis of in Vrindavan and the wives of the brahmanas who were performing sacrifice. Everybody is listed here. See? Yeah seemingly lower birth demons or you know animals or women or whatever but how glorified are they? so liberation is not closed the door of liberation is open for everyone provided you have the key of service to Guru and Krishna if you don't have that key you cannot open, it is closed if you have the key, yes you can enter so next question Virendra ekbote His questions are the easiest to answer. Short short. Question by Virendra Ekbote. What is the difference between Vaidhi Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti and how can a devotee reach the stage of Raganuga Bhakti for attaining Golugdham? So, I... See, I don't mind answering this question. But one thing I want to know. You have been associating with us for the last at least one, one year plus. You should know this by now, right? Huh? What is ra- Vaidhi Bhakti and Ragaanoga Bhakti? Of course newcomers they will not know but... <coughs> so Vaidhi means um, following the Vidhi, Vidhi means rules and regulations, Vidhi Anusar. So Vaidhi Bhakti, so where we follow uh, devotions, we perform devotional service on the order of the spiritual master. Complete uh, attachment for Krishna has not arisen yet at this stage. And one is a neophyte, and he has to follow the orders of the spiritual master as duty. When there is love, there is no need of instruction because automatically one will do everything in favorably in the in the for the beloved. Uh, so when there is when that love has not com- uh, fully bloomed, uh, yes, then um, there is requirement of purification, and there we have to follow order, discipline. Discipline means to curb our natural instincts of or natural means because we are in the material world we have gained the second nature of always into going into degradation. Our actual nature is very elevated as pure devotees of Krishna. But now in this material world, due to the association of material nature, our natural uh, tendency is towards degradation. Loke Viva, viva Madhya Seva Mm. There is no need of any instruction to ask people to eat meat or intoxicate themselves or have illicit sex. Without any instruction, automatically even animals do it. Mm. They also do it. So, instruction is needed to stop these tendencies of sinful life. So, here everybody gravitates towards sinful life uh, in this material world. But our natural state is to be completely pure. So, coming back to the question. the Bhakti means to curb these natural tendency of sinful life and that is discipline. So, we have rules and regulations. We we want to sleep, you know, as much as possible. So, there is no, you have to wake up, Mangalarati, ah, wake up. And then, morning, you do all the chanting and everything, deity worship, clean, immediately take bath, wake up and take bath, and brush it, take bath, evacuate. So, all these things are there cleanliness, principles of cleanliness, there is discipline. Because we don't have the natural inclination in the beginning, because of our long conditioning in this material world. So, there is, this is Vaidhi Bhakti. And when we perform Vaidhi Bhakti with great uh, um, fixed determination, then yes. Um, this is the effect of following vaidhi bhakti in a fixed manner now there are many people who may not be fixed and they may fall away you see sorry this word huh means what without fail without any uh, <clears throat> without any uh, fall down is following in the beginning right we we you know fall just like a child when she's walking she or he then you will fall down many times so in the beginning in our devotional service we don't know sometimes we commit offences sometimes you know we commit mistakes so we fall because of our long conditioning in this material world. But then, as we keep on doing, keep on doing, then a stage will come where Avyabhicharena We have to of course be careful not to ruin our path by committing offences. So if one is careful and over time he will come to the point of Avyabhicharena Bhakti. What is Avyabhicharena? Vyabhichari means fickle minded. Prostitute is called Vyabhichari. Vyabhichari means because she is fickle she will jump from one man to one man to one man. Is not fixed, opposite of a chaste woman. A chaste woman is called Avyabhicharani, and prostitute is called Vyabhichari. So, our mind is now like a prostitute going here and there without fixing on the Lord. So, now we have to fix on the Lord. So, to rectify ourselves, that is Vaidhi Bhakti. So, if we do that Vaidhi Bhakti without fail, all the time, at all times, at all circumstances, in all places, yes, sagunan Samatitya, Etan, Brahma Bhu, then one transcends the modes of material nature and attains the stage of Brahma And from Brahma Bhuta, Brahma Bhuta now we are Jeeva Bhuta, we are conditioned souls. Now, Brahma means liberated soul. So one becomes liberated. That means one comes to the offenceless stage. When one comes to the offenceless, there so three stages of devotional service. Offensive stage, offenceless stage, and pure love of Godhead. So offenceless stage is between offensive stage and pure love of Godhead. Where the uh, offences have just ceased, but full blown, devo- I mean, love of Godhead has not yet sprouted. Like it's the junction between a diseased state and a healthy state. When you recover from a disease, you are not in a healthy state yet. You have just passed the stage of disease and you have recovered. That doesn't mean you can jump and you know, you can run and do everything. No, you can't still. There is every chance of relapse. Going back to disease state. But if one takes good care and good food or nutrition and whatever is necessary. Then yes, when he becomes healthy and he becomes fully active. Full of energy. So that full of energy, that love of God that is the stage whereas offensive stage is just recovered from the material disease already that stage is Brahmabhuta stage because he is considered no more diseased he is in the health side of the meter not diseased side so Brahmabhuta Prasannatma he is always happy no more lamentation no more hankering because he has nothing to do with the material world he has given up all identification with this material world And he has nothing to do there. (inaudible) Samasarveshu Bhuteshu He sees everybody equal. And Madhbhaktim Bhaktim Labhate Param Then he attains the My actual Bhakti. This Madhbhaktim Bhaktim is different from Avyevicharane Bhakti. That Avyevicharane Bhakti means that is Avyevicharana Bhakti. That means it is the what is that? Nishtha platform. Nishtha means fixed up. But still Vaidhi Bhakti. Then one transcends. When, and then one when one transcends, that is this verse. This verse says, ah, Then he attains my devotional service. The transcending itself happened because of devotional service. But that was Vaidhi Bhakti. And now it goes to Raganuga Bhakti. This Bhakti here, this is Raganuga Bhakti. Where one naturally, So these, these um, Spontaneous Attraction Bhava Ecstatic Emotion And then finally Love of Godhead So this is Raganuga Bhakti Difference Yes So if you Answering the question If you follow Vaidhi Bhakti sent percent Avivicharena Yes Then we will be um, Open this, this We will be Qualified for Entering into Raganuga platform But now Let us focus on Following the Rules and regulations Of the Vaidhi Bhakti Properly so that is that should be our focus at the moment. Yes, we should be we should know what the aim is, and we should study the lives of uh, great devotees mentioned in the Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, and our uh, parampara acharyas. We should see how what is the stage of their life, and we should see oh this is the stage actually pure devotional service. So we should know what the stage is, but we should not be oh when I will when I will go to Radha and and why it is not coming. This impatience is not patience. Dhairya. Utsaha Fully enthusiastic Fully determined And fully patient We have to be patient to, In order for us not to be a patient In the material world <laughs> We should be patient In order to not be a patient So That is the Otherwise if we, if we are not patient Then we will fall back We will fall back into material life, because, oh, what is this, you know, not happening, not Raganaka Bhakti, two years already I'm chanting, nothing is happening, this is bogus, or maybe 50 years I'm chanting, nothing happening, no, like, you know, the story of that uh, cobbler and the Brahmana, the cobbler was, when he was told by muni that, oh, I spoke to Narayana, Narayana said that you will have as many lives as the leaves on this banyan tree under which you are standing, then, you know, the cobbler started dancing and dancing in ecstasy, why, because, oh, that means the Lord has agreed to take me. That itself is big. How merciful he is. I know that I would never be qualified. But you know how many leaves are there on a banyan tree? Millions. Billions. But <laughs> Narad Muni said he will take you back after these many lives. As many leaves are there on this banyan tree under which you are standing now. So, oh really? Oh, he started dancing. He did not ask, how come I am chanting his name and all this and how come he is not taking me? he is not merciful what is this lord you see the difference in the consciousness of a devotee is not um, eager to go back no he is just eager to serve going back depends on Krishna Krishna what he does that is up to him why I should dictate why I should bother why, what he does I should be involved or uh, engaged in my constitutional occupation that should what I that is what I should worry about what am I doing in the whole thing not what Krishna is doing for me not what I am doing for Krishna that is what we have to be bothered about so just worry about following the instructions of Sri Prabhupada. Everything will automatically be done. Just like if you follow the recipe, the final product will come. Not that you know when following recipe and suddenly you know I am thinking why why is the <coughs> dish not coming out? Are you are still mixing the dough only? Where you have to you know you have to set the dough and then you have to you know roll it and then you have to put on the pan and then you will get a chapati. You just put the flour on the in the bowl and then you are thinking where is chapati? <laughs> follow the process. And in the, in the in your attention, if you follow something else, you put something else, it will not come out. It will come something else. So, you have know, to follow everything properly. Just follow the recipe given by the spiritual master. Success is assured. Okay, next question. Again by Bhakta Virendra. Ek Bote. In Krishna Consciousness, there are three types of devotees uninitiated, initiated and Brahman initiated My question is, all are eligible to go back, go home back to Godhead? No. I think we have read that part, no? The other day about initiation. Right? Okay, first let us see the uninitiated. Let's see the uninitiated. See, the uh, types of devotees are not classified as initiated, uninitiated, and Brahmin initiated. Classes are third class, second class, first class. But anyway, these these stages, these ceremonial stages are there uninitiated, initiated, and Brahmin initiated, sannyas initiated, Babaji initiated, anything. So, let's see of them. Hmm. See this verse here Vishnu Yamala Quoted in the Haribhakti Vilas Adikshita sarvam nirarthakam yonim avapnoti Unless one is initiated by a bona fide spiritual master All his devotional activities are Useless A person who is not properly initiated Can descend again into the animal species Not just initiated, properly initiated By a bona fide spiritual master Coming in the parampara and everything so, what is initiation? Yes, the initiation of knowledge is initiation. spiritual master is doing his part of giving knowledge. But when we say, vachanam Tava," ah, Yes, I surrender to you. Whatever you say, that is my life and soul. That is initiation. When the disciple agrees, see, the spiritual master is always agreeing and that's why he was sent by Krishna to deliver all the souls. He was sent for that purpose. So that is what he lives for. Now whether we live for the Guru or not, that is a question. The question is on our side now. Our side is flaky. Guru's side is perfect, solid. <laughs> so so when we say yes, I also solidly want to follow your, then that is initiation. That's surrender. So uh, and if we are not taking up that, then yes. So initiation means the name has to be changed the ceremony is also important some people actually devotees nowadays you know among the so called Prabhupada Anugas they are saying initiation is not important just read Prabhupada's books and go on if it is not important why did Prabhupada uh, give initiation if it is not important huh? that means Prabhupada did something which is not very useful useless huh? no useful Unnecessary. necessary so whatever spiritual master gives we have to follow the full formula not like take half of it and reject the other half, that is artha kukkutinyaya, philosophy of half a hen, we cannot just take whatever is convenient for us, Uh, yes Prabhu actually you know what, I am comfortable, I don't want to, you know, um, uh, I don't want to like uh, take initiation or something, I just want to read Prabhupada's books and anyway he said that is initiation so, See, Prabhupada has initiated us into the spiritual path. But have we initiated our path in surrender? Hmm. So, and Prabhupada was talking about this point of Karishya Vachanam Tava in the Hawaii, Honolulu. Hawaii, in one conversation with Siddhaswaru. I think in 1975, if I am not wrong. So, that is very important. He must surrender. Preaching means he must come to the point of Karishya Vachanam Tava before he is a devotee, he is like I will do whatever I like after preaching, he should come to a point of yes, I will do whatever Krishna wants, whatever the spiritual master wants that is preaching, Prabhupada said Prabhupada said, preaching means that person should change from I don't care about God to I will completely do whatever God asks me to do that is the difference so to bring him from that stage to this stage, that is preaching not that preaching means oh, just doing something and no, you know Um, change in the other person, no transformation. There has to be transformation. Otherwise, what is the use of preaching? What is the use of conviction? Like Prabhupada, (laughs) one disciple said to him, um, you know, people are not accepting, you know. Uh, Then Prabhupada said, yeah, that means, that is preaching. You must make them accept. If they accept everything from the start, then where is the question of preaching? Preaching means that person is not accepting, now we have to make him accept. Hmm. That is preaching. So, there has to be not only accept. Karishay Vachanam Tava means it's not less slip service. Yes, I will do, I surrender. Do now do. You said I will do whatever you say, now do. That is the life of surrender where he does all kinds of participates in all kinds of devotional activities under the order of the spiritual master, both Diksha and Shiksha Gurus. And that disciplined life of service to the spiritual master. Yesya bhagavat yasya, nagati kutopi. That life is the surrender so in the other day we we have uh, read that part Uh, let me just try to take it out again um okay can the moderator uh, send me a link of now this this video because somebody has messaged me asking that they are unable to join so if they can send me the link i can share it so here this part You see, we have read this the other day, I don't know where were you, maybe you were not there in the class, Virendra, Bhakta Virendra. So this we read the other day, initiation by Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur, the effect of initiation. Now you said are all eligible to go back to Godhead. Now here Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur is talking about initiation. Let's take, let's put the Brahmin and first initiation both into this category, right? they both fall under this category. So, let's see the initiation into spiritual life. You can see the topic at the beginning. So, this is by Srila Bhaktasiddhan Saraswathakuri. He explains beautifully the effect of initiation. How? What effect does the does it have on the disciple? See, from Volume 6, Number 7, Issue 7 of the Sri Sajjan Toshani Magazine. The Ceremony of diksha. I don't know if this text is a bit too small for you. I am sorry if that is the case, but I can't do much about it. I can do a little bit about it, Um, I can just move myself, move myself a little bit to the side, I hope you can see that, now you see here, the ceremony of Diksha or initiation is that by which the spiritual preceptor, means the spiritual master admits one to the status of a neophyte on the path of spiritual endeavour so he admits us to enter the position of neophyte a third class devotee we were not devotee now we became a devotee a beginner devotee that is initiation it is the beginning stage the ceremony tends to confer spiritual enlightenment by abrogating sinfulness so our sins are taken away we are enlightened with spiritual knowledge its actual effect depends on the degree of willing cooperation on the part of the disciple what is that um yadrshi yadrshi shraddha siddhir bhavati tadrshi and the other one ye yatha maam prapadyanti tāṁ bhajamyaham as much as we surrender that much we will be rewarded in our spiritual advancement as well so same initiation means surrender and surrender as much as we surrender even at the time of initiation actually initiation should be like Arjuna said whatever you say yes I will do that but some people not every, every person is on that stage but he may still be initiated out of the mercy of the spiritual master, the spiritual master may initiate a person who is not, who may not be like 100% has surrendered, right? Every one of us have so many faults. Now, its actual effect depends on the degree of willing cooperation on the part of the disciple, and is therefore not the same in all cases. Important note: the effect of initiation is not the same in all cases of initiation. Different disciples will have different effect. Yeah. It does not preclude the possibility of reversion on the novice to the non-spiritual state. That means it does not guarantee us from falling back again to the non-spiritual or the materialistic uh, side again. We may fall back into our materialistic way of life. So initiation does not guarantee us from fall down. No. What it does then? If he slackens in his efforts or misbehaves. so So it does not preclude the possibility of reversion on the novice or to the non-spiritual state if he slackens in his effort or misbehaves so Prabhupada explains this very nicely uh, in the morning and evening especially in the evening we will see all the birds they fly in in big big numbers and there will be one leader bird who will be leading the whole pack and all the other birds just follow the bird like that all the way you see so <clears throat> the disciples should follow the leading bird the spiritual masters similarly wherever the spiritual master takes us so we have to follow him but this disciple cannot think oh I don't need to find the way he is showing me the way so I will just you know relax relax what will happen he will drop he will drop straight down why? because he's not flapping his wings that flapping wings we have to do the direction the spiritual master will show but we have to keep our wings flapping that means we have to put that effort on our side so that willing cooperation should be there so we have we should not slacken and if we slacken then it doesn't matter whether we initiate it or not we will fall back and initiation puts a person on the true track and also imparts an initial impulse to go ahead it's like a starting push yeah okay? initial impulse it cannot however keep one going for good unless one chooses to put forth his own voluntary effort that is important so we can push start initiation is a push start into spiritual life but then he has to, you know, like the cycle, you can push, but if the person doesn't cycle, you will fall down. He has to, you know, cycle. So, we have to put our own voluntary effort. Hmm. The nature of the initial impulse also varies. Now, this push also, whether light push or big push, initiation, that also varies in accordance with the condition of the recipient of initiation. So, that means the, the disciple. But although the mercy, so how much we are willingly cooperating, so the initial impulse also will be that much. If we are fully wanting to surrender, yes. If we are not, then, you know, that initial impulse also will not be as much. As I told in the other lecture when I showed this same uh, excerpt, there was uh, two cases, I mean, few cases actually. Two, which I can distinctly remember, two mathujis on separate occasions, they were initiated and the next day after initiation, they were never to be seen after that. Never to be seen until now. Why? They were taking initiation, they were following everything and they were initiated for more than six months, in fact. But then, when they were initiated, they thought, oh, now they are liberated and they left. (laughs) I saw both of them in separate occasions here and there. They were completely materialistic again. So, you see, Hmm. these things can happen. The nature of the initial impulse also varies in accordance with the condition of the recipient. But although the mercy of the good preceptor, that means the spiritual master, enables us to have a glimpse of the absolute, and of the path of his attainment the seed that is thus sown requires very careful tending under the direction of the preceptor if it is to germinate and grow into the fruit and shade giving tree so Guru Krishna Prasad Pai Bhaktilata Bij E Brahman Brahmite kono Bhagyavan so whoever is Bhagyavan fortunate he will get the seed of Bhaktilata that creep, uh, creeper of devotion the seed of the creeper now that seed is the method by which the whole method uh, chanting 16 nouns, Arati, reading his books Um, what is that preaching activities eating only Krishna Prasadam association of devotees all these things involve the seed the method the framework which has to be followed by the disciple in order to achieve complete success so that process that method that recipe is the seed now when you see a recipe a recipe in a book that is the seed of the dish now it entirely depends on the book is not going to make the dish the book gives you direction how to make the dish uh, Dish. you have to put in all the effort in collecting all the ingredients and mixing them in the proper proportions and the proper timing of the and the flame and the, the, this, the intensity of the flame or whatever everything depends on you the direction is given so the direction that is the seed the recipe to go back to godhead is the seed that the guru gives only the guru can give now, if it was not for Prabhupada, how would we know how to go back to Krishna? Yes, uh, Bhagavad Gita, anybody can read. There Krishna says, Okay, you chant my glories, you come back, you, you surrender to me. Uh, how the surrender even practically is done? We don't even know. Oh, surrender, yes, uh, surrender. It's not like that. Uh, we have to follow this. So many rules and regulations to follow. It's not just lip service. So the whole framework of life, devotional life, that the recipe of for devotional life, given by the Guru, that is the seed now that seed has the potency of a tree but where the seed is sown if the land is not fertile then the seed will not germinate so that is the condition of the recipient or the disciple at the time of initiation barren land or fertile land is it like a desert or like a so that is the reason there is Purascharya? purashcharya means like i um, will i just move this a little bit i hope you can see still oh, i cannot move much okay <laughs> so purascharya means the purificatory processes before initiation like 6 months at least to chant 16 rounds and follow the four principles attending classes and temple programs so that is purashcharya what is that why why we have this rule that okay at least 6 months you have to follow to see whether the ground is fertile or not, whether it is worth sowing the seed in this land or not. So our heart, if it is pure or not pure, we are not pure. But if it is fertile enough for the seed to be sown, so that's what the spiritual master looks for: whether it is worth putting the seed in the in this land or not, in this land of the field of the heart. So if he's, you know, yeah, if he's showing some commitment, okay, he's doing all these things, okay, okay. This is probably fertile land. So sometimes mistakes may happen. You know and sometimes you know the the person out of mercy the spiritual master is ready to you know extend his mercy but if the spiritual ma- i mean the disciple so-called disciple if he doesn't stick to the process if he allows for weeds to grow which are the offenses or the mad elephant offense the vaishnava pras, so all these things will ruin the creeper so we have to still be a good gardener to foster the growth of the bhakti lata so the nature of the initial impulse that's why it varies uh, so, the seed that is thus sown requires very careful tending under the direction of the preceptor. So, how to take care of the bhakti lata, the creeper of devotion, also we have to take direction from the spiritual master. How to save it from all kinds of lata, especially it is used lata. Lata means very tender, very delicate, easily ruined, easily broken, easily like, like destroyed. So, actually, spiritual life, devotional life is like that, it's very delicate. And we have to be very, very careful in dealing with it. We cannot be rough in dealing with something which is tender. It's like a small child, you know. I'm a, I'm afraid to hold a small child, you know. You know the, some small child, is there, I'm, I'm afraid to even touch because it's so delicate. Yeah. So, um, I like that. But of course, we should not be afraid of bhakti. <laughs> but you know, it's the lata is very creeper, It's very tender. So we have to carefully tend to it and that means guarding it from all offenses and all kinds of material desires that may sprout up in the heart but very very very, very careful. So that also should be done under the direction of the spiritual master. Then yes it will germinate and grow into this fruit and shade giving tree. Then you will have the fruit and everything that has become fully uh, what is that uh, fully functional tree and produces the fruit and we can actually taste the fruit and the gardener can have the full effect of raising the the creeper of Bhakti Lata. That fruit is the love of Godhead. Okay? Unless our soul of his own accord chooses to serve Krishna after obtaining a working idea of his real nature, he cannot long retain the spiritual vision. The soul is never compelled by Krishna to serve him. So it is our business to take up voluntarily this part. So Krishna will not force us but we have to take up this part voluntarily and with full seriousness then yes guaranteed going back to godhead okay next question ziggy shuman it's actually from a youtube comment this thing this question has come from youtube Okay, let's see what the question. So, question by Ziggy Shuman. Hare Krishna, all girls, Krishna Prabhupada, please accept my humble obeisances. My question is, when it says that one will be liberated if they pull on the Rathayatra cart or spend a fortnight in Vrindavan, amongst many others, does it, does that mean one will be liberated their next lifetime or that it may take many lifetimes? Thank you in advance, Haribov. Good question. Many many such, uh, Shruti phala uh, sorry, phala Shruti is mentioned. This is, these kinds of verses which quote uh, this kind of promises, they are technically called Phala Shruti. Phala Shruti means, what is the Phala, what is the benefit of following this process or chanting this Totram or doing this ritual. So these are Phala Shrutis. Usually people in this world, they are in, uh, you know, accustomed to having some Phala, some fruit. Um... That is fruitive activities. So, they want to go to heaven, I do this ritual, then I get this, I do this ritual, and then I get that. So, like that, they are, uh, what is that? Uh, result-oriented. Uh, but, uh, the unmotivated devotional service in whose, I mean, uh, if it has not sprouted up in the heart of someone, then he may be encouraged by these kind of things, but, that encouragement is towards liberation, not any material, uh, benefit. So these uh, anybody who touches the Ratyatra cart or pulls it or you know goes to Vrindavan or chants some shlokas, you know some glorifications like like Mukundamala Stotra there is also Palashruti at the end. In the Pala the, in the Palashruti at the end of the Mukundamala Stotra it is said whoever chants this will go back to Vaikuntha. And even the Gajendra Moksha, every every narration even in the Bhagavatam it is said like that. will be awarded pure devotional service like that. So, we have been reading all these things though why I have not become a pure devotee yet It has at least brought us one step forward, right? That is what it is all about. So again, it all depends on the surrender. If one surrenders 100%, the result is 100%. But even if one does not surrender by pulling the Rathya cart what is what is he doing? He is agreeing to the terms and conditions. That I am the Lord's servant. It's like you know the auto. Auto wala. Or taxi driver. Or the thela wala. You know what is the Telawala? wala? I think I don't know. If anybody knows nowadays. Thela wala means just like the rickshaw. You know the, he will cycle rickshaw in India. Or the auto. The three three wheeler. Thailand also has. India also has. So the Telawala wala means he will pull... Hand pull, he will be walking and he will pull the cart just like a horse cart it's a man cart it's very very laborious task. and such persons they are, they are servants of those passengers right so if I pull the Rath Yatra I mean sorry <laughs> what I pull the Rath yatra. I pull the Rath the chariot of the Lord that means I am a Tela wala of the Lord so I am a servant of the Lord so when I am doing that automatically I am agreeing to the terms and conditions that I am a servant of the Lord so <laughs> now you see <laughs> this is very interesting you see this verse i'll uh, just take out this thing here now you see here this is from ramayan lord ramchandra said this sakradeva prapanno yas tavasmeeti chayachate abhayam sarvadatasmai dadam ye tadvratam mama Ramachandra is saying, it is my vow that if if one only once seriously surrenders unto me saying, my dear Lord, from this day I am yours and prays to me for courage. I shall immediately award courage to that person and he will always remain safe from that time on. Abhayam sarvadata smain. Abhayam, fearlessness. I will award him fearlessness. What is fearlessness? Oh, he will save me from one ghost who is attacking me. Not just this temporary fearlessness. That also will be there but permanent fearlessness because real fear is of death and that fear has been haunting us life after life after life it has never gone away for all these trillions of lives so Abhayam means liberation from birth and death that is Abhayam because in this material, material world papa pa, pa, babha Ma Pavarga material life is called Pavarga and Bha in that refers to the Bhaya and Ma refers to Maranam or Mrityu. So Abhayam means Apavarga, liberation. And the liberation is fully solid when it when one is a devotee. Even impersonal liberation is not solid. You will come back again. Again, there is Bhaya. In fact, the impersonalists are full of Bhaya. They think, oh, if I act somewhere, there is a fruitive reaction and I have to again take birth. So I will not act. I will stop all action. They are fearing any action. They are in the state of Bhaya. oh if I do something oh it will entangle me I will not do I will not do they just try to stay silent and you know uh, devoid themselves of I mean rid themselves of all thoughts and actions and everything they want to become like a stone suicide out of fear that any action will be miserable just like any person who commits suicide why does he commit suicide because he thinks that his life is hopeless miserable anything that he does he will be just um, you know worse than death so he prefers to die rather than act in this world so he does not know that there is a superior action that can be done in devotional service. So, Abhaya means only devotional service. Hmm. The platform of fearlessness. Abhaya Charanara Vindhare. Bhajahu Remana Sreenandanandana Abhaya Charanara Vindhare. Abhaya the, the, the lotus feet of the Lord is Abhaya Charanara, the, the fearless lotus feet the abode of fearlessness if we take shelter of him we don't fall down otherwise patantyadha we will fall down so by pulling the rath, he is saying I am your servant he may not say with his words but in effect that's what it means and even once Ramasandra says even once Sakrid means only once so if one serves the lord in any way whether by chanting a verse in glorification of the lord even by glorifying the Lord, that means I'm accepting that I'm a servant. Whenever you perform any devotional service, even Agnata Sukriti. What is Agnata Sukriti? Devotional service done without even knowledge that he is doing devotional service. Like when we ask some buddy, please donate for the temple. So they may say, Okay, take this few cents, few coins, take go. Now they may do that, but what are they doing in effect? Yes, otherwise they are thieves, they're enjoying Krishna's property, whatever but at least little bit they gave to Krishna their service to Krishna has started And they are accepting the terms and conditions that I am Krishna's servant they did not say with the mouth they did not say yet without their knowing they are doing this is, this will happen in the connection with, with devotees when one contacts the devotee he will automatically serve the Lord without him even knowing that he is actually doing devotional service to the Lord is Ajnata Sukriti and that also adds up so Sakradeva Prapannino yes. In fact, there was one in uh, Sanyasi, he was going house to house. So this lady, she saw, oh, this man is coming from house to house, and also in the last, she was at the end of the street. So she said, he will come to my house also. Okay, let him. Let me teach him a lesson so that he will never come to my house again. All these beggars, you know, they were, you know she had no respect much. So when he came, she gave some uh, ash, you know, from the kitchen. They, they used to cook with wood, you know, wooden uh, stove. So some of the ash from that leftover of the kitchen, wood, so that ash she gave in a, in a cloth, bundle cloth, and she gave. So he asked, What is this powder inside? And he opened, Oh, ash. Yes, that is all I have. So she thought, Oh, if if this is the case, he will never he will never come back here. So let me let him feel disgusted with me or whatever. Let him not come back here. But then he said, Oh, this is ash, okay. At least you have started giving. So that you will become perfect one day. So then the lady realized, Oh, See how he took it. Hmm. So then she understood. Oh, So that, I mean, from that we can understand the example where even if you give ash to Krishna, okay, at least you have given something. That is the beginning of giving. Until now you did not give anything. You give something now. Of course, it's not that we should give ash. <laughs> we should give something favorable. What is that? Patram, pushpam, phalam, What Krishna recommends you to give. Uh, not whatever we think. No. So if we give something like that, even money also. Lakshmi is whose property Krishna's property uh, so Lakshmi is Sahastra Shatasam Brahma He, is, he she is his property Sita is Ram's property But Ravan took it, took her What happened The, the golden Lanka became ash Bhasmalanka Swarana Lanka became Bhasmalanka uh, So everything will become ash So if we try to enjoy The pro, property of the Lord So when we give something to the Lord We are saying that I am your servant that's why it is a start he will definitely be liberated because that one step one step taken in this direction will completely save us from the um, cycle of material life so he will definitely go back when? depends on how quickly he takes the next steps and how with, with which attitude with which attitude he took that first step so even if it's not the first step, oh, I have uh, pulled the rathayatra once, so I don't need to pull. No, every time you can pull, right? So each time the bhav will be different. Okay, I'm, the understanding that I am Lord's servant will increase more and more and more. So not only pulling the uh, um, uh, chariot, any aspect of devotional service, whatever we do, it will always bring us forward and forward and forward. And it depends on how quickly we take the next steps. That that quickly we will be liberated. Okay alright next question each answer is very long today No when I am going to finish let's try I am just trying to give as much context as possible for each of these answers Guhan Kannan is asking Hare Krishna Prabhuji, I have a doubt is there any relation between two souls or are everyone separate why two souls Every soul is related, intimately, with each other. Why? Sarvayoni shukanteya ahambija pradapita Sarvayoni shukanteya murtayanti Murtaya Sambhavantiyah. tasam brahma mahadyonir ahambija pradapita See, Krishna says, <coughs> Krishna says I am the father of everyone. <coughs> so we are all his children, right? So, that means we are all intimately, we are one one family. Vasudhaiva kutumbakam These two souls means lust is going on. <laughs> Connection between two souls means lust is going on. Why only two souls? Why it should be limited? It should be all, all-incompassing. Vasudhaiva kutumbakam The whole world is our family. And that is the vision of a preacher. That's why he sees, that just like in your family, If somebody is suffering, now every other member of the family will come and help that person, right? Of course, if the family is like properly well-knit family, otherwise, you know, they'll fight and kill each other. That's another thing. (laughs) We're not talking about that uh, hopeless families. We're talking about proper family, generally. Other family members will come and help, right? Similarly, our preacher sees that everybody is a child of Krishna. So, why unnecessarily they have to suffer? Their father is so rich, but they're behaving like vagabonds and beggars on the street. Of this material world uh, let me help them connect them back to the original father and that's the feeling of a preacher so um, these two souls business means they have some relation with themselves so this is where lust comes in lust means and Prabhupada explained very nicely why there is lust why uh, there is a, a boy likes a girl for example why he is attracted to the bodily features of the girl or the way that person is or whatever it is. Now, all that is part of the body. He cannot even see the soul which is actually the person. The girl is not this body. It is actually the soul inside. But he can't even see that person. So, his attraction is for the body. Now, Prabhupada explained why is a... So, lust means it is a transform transformation of lust in a very perverted manner. So, he explained how. Now, from lust, he traced it back to love. See how beautifully explained. He said, why a boy is interested in a girl? Why is he interested in the body of a girl? Is he interested in the body? Yes. But, let's see the fact. Uh, let's see the more closely if you see. If the girl is dead, will he have sex with the body of the girl? No. He will not be interested in a dead body. That means he was not exactly interested in the body but something that animated the body that is actually the soul so he is showing his attraction to the body which is like a, you know which is a material product but actually he does not have exactly now he cannot articulate he cannot understand what he is actually attracted to he thinks he is attracted to the body or the person but then when the body is there the dead body of the girl he is not interested he will burn or he will cremate or nobody is interested as quickly as possible even the family members as quickly as possible they will get rid of the body right so now so what was he interested in actually it was because of the presence of the soul that he was interested in the body so it is the soul that makes it is the soul that is the attractive feature factor and why is the soul attractive because he is the part and parcel of the supreme soul Krishna so actually it is to Krishna that one's attraction should be dovetailed too. But because we have forgotten Krishna, we are reposing such attraction upon insignificant part and parcel of Krishna. And that too not even to the part and parcel, but to the body of the part and parcel. And that's how the eternal love to, towards Krishna is transformed into lust. So this two-soul business is um, is this lust actually. It's not even between the soul. Now, because this... this Connection. When we say no, I'm not attracted to the body. I, I don't care whether how beautiful or why. I. I just like the person that the the, and the personality of the person. Whatever it is, that relation has no meaning after the finishing of the body. So it is only pertaining to the body. Hmm. So that two soul thing. You know, every soul. When we understand devotional service, every soul is intimately related to each other. Not all separate, everybody you know, do whatever they want. No. Everybody is one family. That is real Samasarveshu Bhuteshu. See everybody equal. Means everybody is one family. If I don't see as my family member, I will not care for him. My family member, I will care for that person. So, devotee will see everybody as family. Okay, next question. Liberal man. I think he is a liberated man. What a name. Liberated man. Liberal man. Liberal man is asking question. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, I am reading the Bhagavad Gita and I don't know the meaning of some terms. And they are buddhi yoga Dhyana, yoga, Dhyana Yoga and Sankhya Yoga. Not Sankhya Yoga, Sankhya Yoga. Anyway, if you understand Bhakti Yoga, that is enough. <laughs> because actually the perfection of Buddhi yoga, yoga, and Sankhya Yoga is Bhakti Yoga only. Because ultimate, see, Buddhi Yoga means intelligence. Now Buddhi, Nasti Buddhi Rayuktasya. Uh, those who are, who are not connected with Krishna, they have no Buddhi. There is no Buddhi Yoga there. Yoga means understanding first, connection with God. So, connecting with the god with our intelligence so all our actions all our contemplations should be based on krishna consciousness and if i can just move this aside and see 2.66 of bhagavad-gita one who is not connected with the supreme in krishna consciousness can have neither transcendental intelligence nor a steady mind without which there is no possibility of peace and how can there be any happiness without peace? So, those who don't have nasti Buddhi, Ayuktasya. ayuktas means one who is not connected with Krishna Consciousness. Buddhi, transcendent intelligence, Transcendental Intelligence. naasti means there cannot be. There cannot be intelligence for a person who is not Krishna Conscious. So, that is Buddhi Yoga. To apply our intelligence in Krishna Consciousness. How to apply our intelligence? We receive knowledge from Shastra, from Guru Sadhu Shastra. And then, we contemplate and we act on it. So, this is... Otherwise, we're acting on the dictation of our mind. Our mind will say many, many things, but our intelligence should the, should be the one making the decisions, with coupled with knowledge. As they say, even in material field, they say we need to have data-driven decisions in business meetings. They, they always have this. Um, nowadays, especially they're talking about analytics and you know business analytics. What is this business analyst? What he does? He gathers data and he puts in a uh, easy to understand format and tries to see whether we are making progress or you know, regress or what to do what not to do, everything. So it's analysis based on data. And then they take a decision so they, say, they say we have to have data driven decisions. So similarly we need to act in Krishna consciousness also with data driven deci- decisions and actions What is the data? What is the knowledge? Transcendental knowledge? Oh, that's why it is said 16.24 of Bhagavad Gita one should therefore understand what is duty and what is not duty by the regulations of the scriptures. Knowing such rules and regulations, one should act so that he may gradually be elevated. So, we have to act according to the scriptural regulations, according to the information, according to the data that is provided by Krishna. Okay, this is what you have to do, this is what you have to do. Yeah. So, that we have to follow. So, when our, that is intelligence. So, that is Buddha Yoga. Applying our intelligence. Philosophically understanding whatever we are doing in devotional service. Hmm. And acting on that platform. So, that is Buddha Yoga. Then, what is that? Dhyana Yoga. Dhyana means to meditate. And Krishna also says in the 6th chapter. The 6th chapter is full of Dhyana Yoga. So, in the culmination, in the last verse of the chapter, he concluded this and of all the yogis who are doing dhyana the one with great faith who always abides in me thinking of me within himself or thinks of me within himself and renders transcendental loving service to me he is the most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all that is my opinion my with a capital M in Krishna so Krishna is saying a devotee of Krishna is the best dhyani Yogi. So again, if you want Buddha Yoga Perfection, Krishna Consciousness If you want Dhyana Yoga, 100% definition of Dhyana Yoga, Krishna Consciousness Sankhya Yoga, Analytical Study of the of um, I mean material world and everything of existence and that also points to devotional service Lord Kapila, this is what he explained in the whole Sankhya Yoga system in the 3rd of Shrimad Bhagavatam uh, So Eta Bhyam Sankhya Yoga Bhyam Swadharma Parinishthaya Janma-labha-para-pumsam Ante-narayana-smriti Etavana-sankhya-yoga-abhyam Swadharma-parinishthaya Janma-labha-para-pumsam Ante-narayana-smriti The highest perfection of human life Achieved either by complete knowledge of matter and spirit This is Sankhya Swadharma-parinishthaya Or by practice of mystic powers or by perfect discharge of occupational duty or let's add karma yoga, karagiana yoga, buddhi yoga, whatever yoga is to remember the personality of Godhead at the end of life that is the ultimate culmination of all these practices so it has ultimately, it has to culminate in bhakti yoga because you can only remember Krishna at the time of death only if you are attached to him because whatever we are attached to that we will remember at the time of death if I am attached to my dog Always having pictures of my dog, cuddling my dog always. I'll become dog next life. Bharat Maharaj became a deer. Because that's what his attachment was. Similarly, if we're attached to God, Krishna, then we will be remembering him at the time of death. Why a person dies thinking of his relatives? Because he's attached to them. He's attached to his family members. Similarly, we have to be attached to Krishna. Then we'll think of Krishna and die. So, to gain that attachment only by bhakti. You cannot get attachment for any other process so first of all following the vaidhi bhakti and then everything <coughs> so like that we have to come to this point so Buddhi yoga sankhya yoga uh, what is that other dhyana yoga everything points to bhakti yoga this is the in in short this is the definition of all these yogas no yoga is complete without bhakti yoga if krishna consciousness is taken out from the yoga system it is not yoga Yoga means Krishna consciousness. Connection with Krishna. If the connection of Krishna is taken out, then where is the connection? Yoga is gone. It's become Viyoga. Sankhya Viyoga. Buddhi Viyoga. Dhyana Viyoga. Everybody is doing Dhyana. Everybody is meditating. Some people are meditating on women. Some people meditating on money. Some people meditating on whatever. In this material world. Some people meditating on coronavirus. Uh, but, we have to meditate on Krishna. Their Dhyana is Viyoga. is Without connection with God. Dhyana. Yoga means to connect with God. Everybody is doing meditation. Some people are Muslim people are meditating on the material world. And those who meditate on Krishna, they are actually meditators. Dhyana Yoga, that is called the Yoga. Okay? Everybody has intelligence. But then if he you misuses it, that, that is not that is V Yoga, disconnected with God. That is Maya apahrita Dhyana, that is said. Those who are, you know, they are called Asuri. they are called atheistic people, their intelligence is taken away by Maya, okay, liberal man, another question, liberal man, question, Guru Guruji, I am not Guruji. <laughs> hmm. What is Prakriti Purusha Chetana? Can you please describe in simple words? Are you reading Bhagavad Gita first of all? If you are reading, you should understand this, no? Prakriti means energy. Nature. When we say nature, whose nature? Like we say when it is, oh, it is his nature. That means his characteristics or his that is his way of doing things. Now, that is his nature. So Prabhupada also said now we say this is nature, nature, whose nature, why are you are forgetting God in the process. So, so nature is not independent, the Prakriti is like that, she is nature, spiritual nature or material nature. That is called Aparaprakriti, prakriti, Aparaprakriti means material nature, Paraprakriti means spiritual nature. Purusha means the enjoyer, male, Prakriti means female. Purusha means the enjoyer who dominates over the Prakriti. The male dominates over the female. Now, um the original male, adipurusha Govindam Adipurusham, Tamaham Bajam. So he is the original male. We are all fake male. Now whoever is male in this material in this material world or you know when we take this male body, this is a fake male. <laughs> like you know, sometimes you know uh, homosexual women, the woman may dress as a man, but it's a fake man, it's not a man, it's a woman. Uh, so um, they may say anything nowadays recently I think I heard one news one lady she said she is bisexual that means she has attraction for both man and woman so she wants to be because in America they are big campaign so like there is he and there is she There is he is for man she is for woman right so they have different different pronouns now z like z h e uh, Z-H-A, Z-H-E, all, all kind of. And this one lady, she said she wants, she prefers the pronouns they plural, because she has both man and woman tendencies. Sometimes she attracted to woman, sometimes attracted to man, bisexual. So she wants, she prefers to be referred to as they. So the article, in that uh, news article, somebody shared with me. In that article, it is said um, they were very happy that uh, they were. Uh, Accepted in the society as um, um, An individual uh, With uh, Diverse feelings Talking about her But she referred to She wanted to be referred to as they And the article also kind of accepted the thing They did not say she They said they It looked weird It does not even look grammatically correct Anyway biologically there is no such thing as the, this the, and that Orientation can be whatever That is a, That is a defect yeah, No matter what they say, it's a defect. That's it. But yes, as a soul, we can accept. Yes, everybody is a soul. Yes, but it is a illicit sex. Basically, it's immoral. Illicit sex, any sex, even between boy and girl, if it is without marriage, without for not for procreation, that is already illicit. What to speak of these the, uh, all kind of uh, trials and errors of different different types. So. Um, um, we are like that now. We are actually Prakriti, but we are having a male tendency in this material world Purushabh tendency. We want to be the enjoyer, we want to be the overlord. Actually, the Lord is the only overlord. Uh, he is the male, and we are female, supposed to cooperate with His pleasure. We are supposed to cooperate in His pleasure, give Him pleasure. But we want to take pleasure, that is our problem. See? Chetana means consciousness. Sometimes mind is awesome. Right. Chaitana means consciousness actually. So consciousness is a symptom of the soul. Chetanas, Chetananam. What is that? Nityo, Nityanam, Chetanas, Chetananam, Eko, Bahunam, Yo, Vidadhatikaman. Shvetashvatar Upanishad. So that is um, the symptom of the soul. Matter is not conscious, and no amount of chemicals can induce consciousness. Now you may say, hey, but there is there is chemical that can make us unconscious. How is that possible then? So what is happening there? Is it actually is making us uh, into sleep? In, the, in it's like an in, in inducement of sleep. Like when we sleep, we are so called unconscious, right? But our body is still working internally. Our external body shuts off. But if the consciousness is completely lost, then the heart will also stop beating, and the soul will leave the body. The the, the soul never loses consciousness. It is whether the body is uh, suitable for the soul to stay in or not. If the body is unsuitable, if it comes to a point where the you know body is not suitable, the soul will leave, and that's when the body becomes un- uh, totally unconscious. Like, uh, I mean, not even uh, any traces of consciousness are lost. Like heart is also heart also stops. But um, chetana consciousness means. So how does the chemical first of all? How does the chemical induce unconsciousness? if consciousness is not induced by chemicals then how come unconsciousness is induced by chemicals so <laughs> it is not that unconsciousness is induced by chemicals at all see the body when the soul you know is allowed to like um, drive there's like when the driver is driving the car yes but when the car is being repaired you know the the connection is 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 taken out see but the battery connection is taken out that does not mean the driver is now dead no. consciousness of the driver has not gone anywhere but the connection between the driver and the car is temporarily suspended so that some, the car can be repaired and then again the, the consciousness comes back, so that's how this thing is there That, that it's is, it is a question of manipulating the body nothing to do with the soul hmm. but the soul to be activated it has to have the body even when it is so called unconscious the heart is still breathing, everything is going on that is because the soul is there and especially the super soul is also there so that cannot be put, if that is put off then means the soul has left the medicine is not affecting the soul it is affecting the body that's it that is Chetana so our Chetana, our consciousness should be Krishna consciousness means Krishna Chetana means we have to think of always Krishna so I hope that is understood next question liberal man again I think with this third question he is getting liberated liberal man question and Guruji what is uh, Brahman? Some say it is absolute truth some say it is God's one form Can you tell what exactly is Brahman? Please help to understand the Gita Are you reading the Bhagavad Gita of Srila Prabhupada? Because if you read Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, you will understand all these things. Of course we can answer. As I said, this this session is actually to complement your reading so that we can I have taken up this session so that if you are reading Prabhupada's books, so then you can um, we can help if something is maybe not clear, you will still get answers in Prabhupada's books. But you know sometimes it is helpful if a devotee can or if somebody can actually you know clear that up so that service we are offering but if you read Prabhupada's books all these things should become clear as as you go on anyway brahman means spirit spiritual Everything that is spiritual is brahman so brahman and parabrahman there is two again both are brahman like both are Nityanam and chetana both are Nitya and chetana we are eternal the lord is eternal we are conscious the lord is also conscious now, the absolute truth means, the God, God means He is supremely conscious of everything and He is the Supreme Eternal who maintains Eko Bahunamu vidhati Kaman. So He fulfills the necessities of every other uh, eternal and conscious being which we are. So he is, the, he is also eternal and conscious, we are also eternal and conscious. But that eternal conscious being, the Supreme One, maintains everybody else. So Brahman, both are Brahman. Just like the citizen of the country is a human being, the president of the country is a human being. But the, the power is vastly different. The power, Prime Minister is far, I mean, way more powerful than an ordinary citizen on the street. So similarly, we are also having the same uh, this thing with God. Same qualities of God. But quantity, he is infinite. We are infinite as well. So both are Brahman, but one of them is Brahman, That is God. So, although both are Brahman, there is distinction still. That's why there are two words. Atma, Paramatma. Brahma, Parabrahma. And the other one is what? Um, This one is another word. I actually was telling this to another devotee. What is the other one? Three, third, another word is there. Brahma, Parabrahma, Atma, Paramatma. Ah, forgot. Anyway, you get the point. So, there is distinction still. So, that is our Vaishnava philosophy. Whereas, Advaita philosophy is everything Brahman. What is that? Eko Brahma nasti. They say like that. They say only everything is Brahman. Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. Everything is spiritual. So, everything is one. That's what they say. No. Yes, everything in the spiritual world is Brahman. But there is again, there is one Parabrahma. We cannot. We are not Parabrahma. Krishna is called Parabrahma. Param-Brahma, Param-Dhama, Pavitram, Paramam-Bhavan, sha Devam, divyam Adudevam, Ajam-Vibhum. Okay? So, hope that is understood. Now, next question. Urujeshwari Uma. Question If one overeats Krishna Prasadam and continues sense gratification, then will it lead to spiritual progress, Prabhu? (laughs) Interesting question, right? Overeating is bad. Krishna Prasadam is good. What about overeating Krishna (laughs) Prasadam? Good or bad? So, in the beginning, there is overeating of Krishna Prasadam. In fact, (laughs) Prabhupada, in fact, there is a verse. I think in Chaitanya Charita Chaitanya Bhagavad, I think uh, Akanthan Bhojan Kari Mukhe Bolo, Mukhe, Mukhe Bolo Hari Hari <coughs> So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is you know he used to serve Prasadam to the devotees and he will not let them eat a little bit he will, he will serve more no 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 you have to eat more more he, he said you know eat until the neck Prabhupada <laughs> <Ghol. laughs> called not breakfast break neck <laughs> so you know um eat in the neck and with that energy that you get from that food muke Bolo Hari Hari always chant Hare Krishna always engage in Krishna's service. So of course uh, in the beginning the attractive feature one of the biggest attractions of Krishna consciousness is the prasadam. And Prabhupada also <laughs> invited all the hippies and made them into happies by giving them prasadam. and when they you know this uh, who Satsvarubh, das Goswami. So he in the beginning he was a pakka hippie with full beard, you know, like this big and, you know, moustache and everything all very shabby and everything like a homeless man, you know so, when he was first served the gulab jam he put it in his mouth and the thing melted, you know it's, it's like he he bited and then the juice of the, on the syrup of the gulab jam was all over his beard and he was enjoying, he would eat one dozen of them you know and in fact one of them, I think what, Kirtananda or somebody was saying Oh, we should not eat uh, too much of these, uh, you know, things. Because he was a little more experienced in the devotional. So, (laughs) he knew the principle that, okay, we have to not eat so much. But still, all of them were beginning. (laughs) So, this Kirtananda Swami, he said, Oh, uh, we should not um, eat, you know, that much, you know, that much sweet. Then, uh, the devotees felt a little bit, uh, Oh, we should not eat? They were actually liking it, everybody. Because everybody was new to this and everybody was liking the Prasadam and, no, they were. They used to come back regularly and hear Prabhupada's lecture and everything and eat the prasadam. And Prabhupada used to cook, he used to lecture, he used to do kirtan and everything. So, they, that was a very big attraction for them. <laughs> when he said like that, they were a little disappointed and they asked Prabhupada, is it true that we cannot eat that much? Who said that Prabhupada said? That kirtananda he was saying. I think his name was, yeah, maybe he already initiated at the time. I so, oh, really? He said like that? Okay, for him no more and not much prasadam, all of you can eat. <laughs> so, Papa said you can eat. So, they were again happy, you know, happy that they can eat prasadam. In fact, for brahmacharis, when they go out, book distribution and everything, they come back to the temple, if there's nice prasadam, oh. <laughs> in fact, that's how uh, relationships are built among devotees. Everybody, you know, bhungte bhojayate chaiwa. Uh, in the young age, especially, when, you know, when one, where, where one when one is very active and you know he is doing a lot of service and active like that, then one needs a sufficient amount of prasadam. In fact, the once one devotee stopped uh, eating because Prabhupada said we should not eat much. And Goswamis that reduce the eating practically to nil, zero. So this devotee was like, "Oh, really? I should also not eat." Then he was he stopped eating. You know, he was eating once a day like that. And he became very weak and you know he, he became sick. He fell sick. So Prabhupada asked, "What? Why? Why you become?" Are you eating enough? He said, actually Prabhupada, the, that day you said uh, that we should not eat. So I, I reduce my eating to once a day and I am feeling very weak now. I am sick. I have got a fever now. Prabhupada said, no, no, no. You cannot artificially do these things. It has to come. And now you should eat sufficiently so, so that you can do service. You cannot, You have to keep fit to do service. So you should eat properly, sufficiently. Don't don't imitate Thakur or, you know, this is much later stage. Now you should eat sufficient prasadam. So coming back to the question of should we overeat? No, we should not eat extravagantly even prasadam. That's why prasadam, if we overeat, that means we are like wanting to enjoy the prasadam. We should honor the prasadam. We should know that yes, our body needs food for the energy. But then we should also take it in the spirit of honoring it. Oh, this is Krishna's prasadam. I am fortunate to receive this. That's why we always chant that Thakur's verse, Govind, that is from the Mahabharat and then Sari Vidya Jal all this we chant before taking Prasadam to remind ourselves this is for honoring Prasadam Krishna's mercy this is Krishna's mercy that he is keeping my body fit and my soul fit to engage in Krishna consciousness so in that way we have to take but we have to take enough for our uh, sustenance and not over it not like Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur on the other hand he did not like when his disciples became fat fat you know if they grow, if they're growing fat, he did not like it, because so he said it means you're uh, engaging in sense gratification, eating too much, overeating, Attyahara. So he said you should eat lesser, you should have tapasya. Uh, he he liked slim disciples. Uh, oh, you are bony, only skeleton, arm, good. <laughs> of course, Robert never said anything like that. But uh, he also, of course, he stressed the point that we should not overeat and as, as one advances in devotional service, one understands that actually we have to honour and only take enough, not too much even prasadam. And just to keep our body and soul together but if you tell the same instruction to the absolute beginner who is actually attracted to Krishna prasadam uh, you know, it's not uh, you know, he will not be encouraged. So we should encourage the person at, at according to what level he is in but of course as we advance more and more have to understand that we have to honor Krishna prasadam and take as much as is necessary for service Don't artificially reduce also to nil oh now i'm advanced prabhu i'm six years in the movement so six and a half years so now i have to eat less no it's not it's not about the time or whatever like bhima he was pure devotee right but he used to eat like you know like a elephant's food <laughs> why because he needed that much to to do his service his body was like that so everybody has a different bodily type so therefore what is sufficient food what is not sufficient food is judged by how much how many times we go to the bathroom to pass stool this is the ayurvedic way of calculation whether he is overeating or not so the calculation is yogi bhogi rogi yogi is one who goes to, to uh, evacuate once a day bhogi yogi means one who is austere one who is doing has spiritual discipline now bhogi means one who is a sense enjoyer uh, he will go to the uh, evacuate twice a day. Bathroom. And then rogi, means one who is diseased. He will go three times or more. Like diarrhea, you know. You got some problem in the bowel, then you know, going all the time to the bathroom. So that is rogi, diseased person. Yogi, bhogi, rogi. So, for a person of a big, uh, you, know, you know, big built and like that, by nature, then he might have to eat more. But then his bowel also can hold that much he can afford to pass stool once a day even if he eats that much so this for what is for Bhima is too much for ordinary man but you cannot say that he is overeating right because that is the right amount for him so everybody has their own right amounts according to their bodily situation so it's calculated on the by the amount of <laughs> time one go to the bathroom anyway even that also one cannot immediately control in the beginning. Uh, you know, over time, one you know, becomes more and more advanced. Then it, it comes to the stage where he will become more uh, disciplined in his eating habits. Chaitanya okay. Mahaprabhu said, Do not eat luxuriously. Do not wear luxurious clothes. Especially this is for you know, sannyasis and those who are renunciants. But actually, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself was taking a lot of prasadam. He used to eat uh, so prasadam worth 12 people plus a prasadam one person used to eat, even as a sannyasi. Of course, his Supreme Personality of God is Chappan Bhog. You know, the Lord in Jagannath is not different from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is giving Chappan Bhog. How much ever you give him, he will eat. Yeah? He can eat up the whole universe. So, not all universe, whole everything he can eat up, right? So, of course, that is Supreme Personality of Godhead, but Yeah, otherwise it is like this. Okay, so next question. Atul star. Let me just put up the question. Atul star. Question. This is a sincere question from me, sir. Please tell me, does God have sexual desires? Prabhuji, please explain this topic in detail. I am confused in my mind. So, we have a wrong connotation of sexual desire. Because sexual desire in this material world is a cause of extreme bondage and cause of extreme sin as well. Now sex, where does it come from? Sex comes from... Everything comes from God. Aham Everything emanates from God. So how can there be sexual desire here if it is not there in God? So of course it is there in God. But there the sexual desire is not of this type. Here our sex is to enjoy our body. There there is in the Lord there is no such thing as enjoying this material body at all. There is no material body for the Lord. And He, he takes no pleasure in the material world. He is completely aloof from this material world. So we take pleasure in the, gratifying our body. And the highest gratification of the body is the sex life, it is said. Adhirasana. Uh, so, but sexual desire of the Lord is totally different. His dealings with the gopis uh, is totally different from the mundane sex of this world. There is no material body involved with it, between the Lord and his devotees. And the Lord is also not attached to it. He reciprocates with his devotees as much as they surrender. Now, the gopis surrender is that much, so he, he surrenders that much. I mean, he, he reciprocates that much. So, but it should not be... That's why this topic should not be discussed among uh, ordinary people like us because uh, these esoteric pastimes of the Lord confidential pastimes are reserved for the liberated souls because they are completely devoid of bodily identification and because we uh, are not completely out of that that's why we are... Even Prabhupada said don't try to understand Krishna's conjugal pastimes because we will automatically always... Um, make the mistake of comparing with, comparing it with lust of this world. So that's why he said, don't even try to enter into that. But as a philosophical answer, I can tell you that yes, God has sexual desires, not like the ones we have. Yeah? Our sexual desire is to gratify our body, whereas God's desire is not to gratify any material body. He doesn't even have one. Yeah, and that desire resembles the sex of this world. It is totally different from this sex. It is not at all sex. So it is totally different and it is not worth entering into such topics without being liberated. It will only be to our detriment. Therefore we have to refrain from uh, trying to understand these things. These these things will be revealed when one is advanced, when one is pure in his devotional service. How the Lord uh, pastimes with the gopis. In fact that is why Prabhupada strictly forbade us from discussing these topics of Krishna's affairs with the gopis Not to be discussed among ordinary devotees even Not to speak of ordinary people, non-devotees But even among devotees Not to be discussed Only our advanced devotees Liberated souls They can discuss Prabhupada forbid us to discuss these things in detail okay? Anyway, you read the Krishna book All the answers will be there No, You read Krishna book, everything you will understand and Bhaktira Samrata Sandhu If you read Prabhupada's books, you'll understand Next question okay. By, next question by Shivani Rampal Hare Krishna Prabhupada, please accept my humble obeisances, all Gaurashto Srila Prabhupada my question is, how to approach Krishna with love? Hare Krishna, thank you. Approach the spiritual master. Yasya Bhagavat Prasado Yasya Nagati Kutopi Simple. We just approach the spiritual master with love. Engage in his service. Follow his instruction. That is how to approach with, approach Krishna with love. As simple as that. You know, just follow the instruction of the spiritual master. Okay. Chant 16 rounds. Follow the 4 principles eat Krishna Prasadam only, wake up for Mangalardi. do Mangalarthi whether in temple or at home, whatever, read Prabhupada's books, associate with devotees and that should include all the instructions and preach Krishna consciousness to whomever you meet. This will keep you safe on the spiritual platform and you will go back to Krishna. Okay, next question. Akriti Agarwal. So Bhakti Akriti Question Hare Krishna Prabhuji. My question is why does Radharani not put tilak like all other devotees? Even Krishna puts tilak for his devotees, and Radharani is his biggest devotee. Also, I have not seen the Ashtasakis in the altar photos put tilak. Why is that? <laughs> now a liberated devotee always has eternal tilak. Now, it doesn't matter whether she puts on Tilak or not. Her entire body is embodiment of devotion to Krishna. Now, I do not know the exact reason why she does not. But I can say this much, that (laughs) she is the embodiment. In fact, the word Aradhana, which means worship, comes from the word Radha. So, she is the embodiment of all Aradhana. So, we are putting this, you know, to say that, to remind ourselves and everybody that we are you know, devotee of Krishna But by her personality is a remembrance Remember, See, when you have When anybody has Tilak A person who sees that person Reminds of uh, It reminds him of Krishna Radharani, by her every nature I mean, for every part of her body Is just reminding everybody of Krishna She is an embodiment of Krishna's devotion So, I do not know why exactly she does not put But, there must be a reason, I don't know I have not come across an answer to that But, anyway, she is the she is the shelter of all the devotees. So, she is in fact Radha Krishna Nahi Anya. There is no difference between Radha Rani and Krishna. That exalted. So, so, nothing to worry about. But as Vaishnavas, of course, we have our rules and regulations, we have to put Tilak. Next question by Nishita Agarwal Bhakti Nishita question Hare Krishna Prabhuji what is the difference between the pronunciation of hmm oh so this is um, what is that what is it called bindi that visarga before visarga is, what is that <laughs> and ma so babhama. so what is the pronunciation of m with a dot above and m without any diacritic marks when used in ending a word for example in 9.2 would the ending sound in dharmyam and avyayam be the exact same yeah it is the same so m with a dot is the uh, how to say in sanskrit language i don't know if i can pull up uh, you know in pronunciation, I d- I hope you know what is the Sanskrit alphabet though you know, just a second I hope you know the alphabet I mean uh, of course you know the alphabet um, in the vowels a a e e um, u u a i o a o um aha um that um that is M with the dot above and M without any dot is papa baba ma, that ma. So, so both are uh, starts with I mean ends with M, but um, the pronunciation is the same. The pronunciation is M. Um, it it comes as like dharmyam and Avyayam The ending is the same, but this uh, in English it sounds oh it, it looks like MM, but actually in the Sanskrit language it is mya and then dharmyam, dharmya, and then bindi on the top. Dharmyam that M is the M with the dot, and papa bhama that is the M without the dot. Avyayam, avyayam with a halan at the end, so that's half M. Otherwise, if there's no halan, avyayama. In Hindi it is avyam but in Sanskrit you have to put the halan in order to stop the sound at the at the consonant. Otherwise the a automatically follows it, like pranam, pranam. We usually say pranam. In Sanskrit, if you want to exactly pronounce it in Sanskrit, it is pranama. But it's okay; it's pranam and pranama is the same thing. Or Arjuna, or Arjun, is the same thing. But in Sanskrit, the a at the end is pronounced when there is no. Uh, you know that halan that that half letter. So if uh, that is included, then then it stops at the consonant. Yeah? But yes, the sound is the same. Dharmyam Avyayam. For pronunciation sake, it is the same sound. So next question. by Vrajeshwari Mataji question by Vrajeshwari Mataji Hare Krishna Prabhuji Dandwat Pranam all glows Prabhupada Prakriti is inferior energy of the Lord and Jiva is superior energy of the Lord though we being superior why do we struggle with this inferior material nature <laughs> it is inferior but it is the Lord Lord's nature right Lord's energy so therefore it is complicating Actually, it is not complicating as long as we don't try to uh, (laughs) stir it up. If you don't agitate the material nature, it won't be complicating at all. It will not be struggling. The example is given very nicely. You know a quicksand? In a quicksand, when you are stuck in quicksand, the more you try to struggle out of it, the more you try to dominate the situation, the more you will be pulled deeper into the quicksand the way how to deal in the quicksand is not to try because the more you try the more deeper you go just stay put and then you know ask for help and they have to pull you out but if you try to come out yourself you'll go down and die you will be submerged inside the quicksand so that is how this material world is if we try to uh, agitate the material world we will just dig ourselves deeper into the grave of this material world so that's why it is uh, it is struggling because it is, it is inferior but it is much larger than us much larger huge how big is this material energy and we are like a tiny spark in this tiny speck of dust although it is inferior in nature the quantity itself is huge just like for example um, a man may big, uh, build a very big building now the building is superior or the man is superior of course the man is superior because he was the one who built the building but then, if the building crashes, he will die. Or if something happens in the building, if the lift crashes or lift goes berserk and the lift crashes to the ground, he will die. Now, the building has killed him. How can the building kill him uh, if it, or, you know, subdued him? Because it's much bigger than him. Uh, he's, he does not have that much power. Like, a bucket of water is nothing for us. But for a small insect, that is like an ocean, you know, almost. So, um, our size is very small here so we cannot deal with this magnitude of energy of the Lord which is overpowering and we are like the person in the quicksand the more we try to like struggle and come out and be on top the more we will sink deeper everybody likes to overlord or lord it over the material world and the more he uh, Prabhupada said famously in his uh, essay or in his lecture on the Maha mantra he said the more the conditioned soul tries to Uh, lord over the material world, the more and more he gets entangled in her complexities. For example, let's take um, technology for example. We are trying to lord it over material nature. We want to do extraordinary things with the help of technology. But what is happening? We are getting entangled in this technology. Of course, if it is used for Krishna services, that's another thing. But to, like for example, now we are having this live stream. We are depending on the technology. But, If this live stream is not there we will still do some other service we will still preach to whoever is in the room physical room the 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 activity of speaking will not stop but uh, if there is a another opportunity where it can be it can reach out to people we will use it if not we will do whatever is you know otherwise possible at our scale so but the activity will not stop but if you see the way the modern civilization is is advancing it is getting more and more dependent he's trying to overload it i mean lord it over the material world but then we are getting more and more entangled in her complexities now if there is a power outage for some reason we are paralyzed we will not have charge on our hand foams anymore and our, our whole world is gone it's like we are dead zombies <laughs> but actually now we are like zombies we think like that oh if there is no electricity oh, oh, with electricity we are advancing so much you know we are you know all these gadgets and this and that connectivity internet but then if something is gone yeah. Then everything is shut down. Yeah. People are, you know, switching their livelihoods over the internet. People are becoming creators, becoming YouTubers, becoming, you know, trying to earn money off the internet. But these are all in, entangling in the complexities more and more. Another example, like, like road, for example, road system. People wanted to have transport. With transport, what happened? Oh, the roads had to be built. That is a huge endeavor. Railways Airports Planes Vehicles So much manufacturing has to go on And then on the roads There are accidents Now Another thing This coronavirus has spread All over the world Because of travelling If there was no travel Even if it came at one place In the world It will stay there And whatever happens Happens and then finish It would have stayed there And died there But now Because of travel It, it spreads So there are cons For these things For travel So There will be more and more Complexities like that but the thing is, um, if we use it in Krishna's service, it is not entangling. We don't get entangled. Uh, everything, everything used for the right purpose. But people are using majority of the people are using it for wrong purpose, and that's why the nature hits back at them. Like if you drive the car properly, it will go. But if you don't drive it properly, you speed and you know all this uh, gymnastics you want to do, uh, then you know you will get the reaction one day when an accident happens terribly you will die so same way we go out of control the car takes over our life instead of we controlling the car the car will take over our life and you know finish us off so like that we have to navigate ourselves in this material world properly following all the rules set up by Krishna the traffic rules so otherwise we will misuse our body misuse our life misuse our resources that the Lord has allocated for us misusing godless nonsense sinful life then the reactions will be that one will be entangled more and more in the complex and that's why we struggle even though it is a proper it is a Lord's prakriti devi hyesha gunamayi maya duratyaya you cannot impossible to overcome only when you surrender to me yes i will excuse you i will tell to i will tell maya okay release this person then she will be released otherwise try to come out of your own not possible that's why she is called durga What is Durga? Ga means Gamayam means to go Gachati means to go so Durga means difficult to go out of this material world just like a fortress, a fort or a jail or prison you cannot go out, that is Durga you cannot step out of the jail, prison That, that is why prison is called, another name for prison is Durga So Durga she is the superintendent of the prison house of material world you cannot escape way too powerful she is but she is she follows the instructions of Govinda Govinda says okay release this person open the door for him okay door open and he can be liberated so Krishna so we have to please Krishna that means we have to rectify ourselves Krishna will excuse us rectify means become a devotee of Krishna that's it alright next question we have a lot today what's the time? Wow! We are at 2 hour mark! (laughs) I did not even know that. Okay. Always I end up doing rapid fire at the end. Because I don't see the time at all. I go in my own sweet time. I will take my own sweet time to answer every question. And at the end this is what happens. Next question by Rajeshwari Mataji. How do we help those who adore at the altars of the deities that preside over finite material gains? Nice way to you. Put, nice way to put the question, <laughs> like very ornamental English. How do we help those who adore at the altars of the deities that preside over finite material gains? Means, how do we help those who are worshippers of the demigods? Um, ask them to read proper books. The problem is people are not reading, they don't have. They are not very devoted to the demigods. Also, they are just sentimentally doing whatever they were taught, whatever they saw their parents doing and that's how they are just imitating, that's like children you know, children what they do they just imitate the parents now a child may not understand what uh, a a phone is a smartphone is but he will say this is a smartphone and he will use it, you know, nowadays children are playing with the smartphone and everything but he does not understand actually how it is working or what is this and yeah, they just do, they just see some colors, they just hear some sounds and they say, they think it's a toy. They say, oh, fa- father says this is a phone, then they all say this is a phone. But they don't understand actually what it means, phone. So, similarly, everybody is like a child. Without knowledge, what is the difference between a child and an adult? Adult has knowledge, maturity. Maturity comes with what? Knowledge. Whether that is gained by school education or practical you know, life experiences, whatever it is he gains some knowledge and that's when he's that's the difference between adult and child the intelligence is different the understanding the maturity is different so if we, if there is no knowledge then it is as good as a child so these people they don't have knowledge the children they just imitate whatever their parents were doing and that's it so we have to educate them the child has to be sent to school so we have to educate them so give them Prabhupada's books and eventually when they understand they will come out of it is the best way. Knowledge. Without knowledge, you know, if you say oh Krishna is supreme, oh how you can say like that, you know, you are and they say you are like Christians, you are saying only one God. This is their understanding. So give them book, let them understand, and let them come for classes or whatever. <coughs> or if they ask, then I explain. If they ask if they ask you how can you say like this, then you show okay. See, this is Bhagavad Gita, our scriptures, Bhagavad this is Bhagavad Bhagavad let's see. See what Krishna is saying about demigod worship, what he is saying about himself, what is the difference between him and the demigods What is the uh, difference in the result of worshipping him and the result of worshipping the demigods Everything is stated in Bhagavad Gita You show one by one now, see this is Shastra So if I don't follow scripture then this is what happens What scripture you know? You are following this and that What do you know? You should learn That's the thing You have to give them knowledge Okay, next question, again by Rajeshwari Mataji. Since we are doing this once a month, I think uh, a lot of questions are coming nowadays. Okay, question by Rajeshwari Mataji. How important is our Krishna consciousness to set... Huh? How how important in Krishna consciousness to setting up an altar at home, dressing up the deities, worshipping them, following Mangalarthi and all? Well, deity worship you can do when you are initiated, uh, Brahmin initiated, and that too don't do elaborately at home, do it simple at home, very simple. Prabhupada wanted his disciples to have simple deity worship at home because he wanted them to come to the temple and associate with devotees and serve the Lord in association of devotees. Sangena Sadhu Bhaktanam cha, 7 seven thirty, I think you remember. Bhaktam. So we have to serve the Lord in the association of devotees. The association of devotees is what will change us. Otherwise, alone we are doing, you know, without association, we can do many many aparats, we don't even know. We need to be in association of devotees is the purifying factor. You see, Sangena Sadhu Bhaktanam Ishvara Radhanena. Tal Lingekshana Haradha So We have to follow, <coughs> follow the instructions of the Guru. And stay in the association of those devotees are, who are following the instructions of the spiritual master, and under their guidance, we engage in devotional service. So, at home, you can do deity worship, do simple, okay? not very elaborate. Keep the processes of chanting and hearing very um, rigidly. Because if you spend so much time on, because you already have other activities at home, it's not entirely Krishna, right? There are material activities and you know, all this and that many other things. So, whatever little time we have, we have to engage in the Shravanam Kirtanam process. Deity worship is good. Yes, Mangalarti, has, everything else to be done. But simple. Very simple. Keep it to half an hour, 45 minutes max. Okay. That's it. And then that too, the deity worship I am talking about. Dressing the deities and everything should be just half an hour max. Um, and then uh, do the clean everything and then do the Mangalarti offering food of course. Uh, these all should be there. But then Shravanam Kirtanam should go on, and coming to the temple and engaging in service in the temple in association of devotees and being corrected and being encouraged or encouraging others dealing with other devotees developing relationships with devotees see we have to develop a relation with Krishna right so this is probation when we are associating with devotees in the temple this is probation so okay you want to associate with Krishna so you learn how to associate with his servants and learn the how to associate how to deal with them and then yes then that is the training how to deal with Krishna. So sometimes we make mistakes and devotees will correct no, this, oh this way this way, this way, okay, okay, that way. So in that way we we learn. That's why we learn how to reciprocate, how to deal, how to serve, how to engage in this preeti lakshanam. How to discuss, how to engage in service, how to preach, how to plan for expansion of the service to spiritual master, like preaching, how to expand the preaching. We make plans. We execute on them. We, all these things are necessary. So this is done in with devotees. If I am alone, I have my own small idea of Krishna consciousness and I think I am on, on the pure devotee, the most pure devotee on the planet. And like that I will go on. But no, in the association of devotees, then we are humbled. The humility we will learn only when we are in, in some other's association, right? Because if we are insulted, for example, for some reason, <laughs> either by devotee or non-devotee, whatever it happens, if we are insulted or something, then go, oh, how can you say like that? If I am all agitated then I have not learned humility so Krishna is teaching so I should take it this way that Krishna is teaching me how to be humble in this situation yeah maybe that person is wrong I am right whatever it is I mean, no no that person is wrong or what whatever it is whether the person is wrong or right what can I learn from this situation is there anything that I can learn that I can improve oh yes so I felt agitated when the person said like this uh, about me oh that I can work on so you see how my mind is. So Krishna, Prabhupada, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, please give me the strength to be humble so that I won't be... Amanina Always give respect, but don't expect respect. That is humility. Not that give respect and take respect. That is a moral principle that we were taught in school. Give respect and take respect. No, give respect, but don't, ex- don't expect to take any respect. Even if you get respect, you immediately transfer it to the spiritual master and Krishna. Don't keep it. Become a source of pride. And the pride goes before fall. So, all these nuances of Vaishnava dealing. That's why if you see, Chaitanya Charitamrita is full of Vaishnava dealings. How to engage with Vaishnavas. Full of that. The Adi Leela, in the first few chapters, it's about very very philosophical. But after that it starts. It's all the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his devotees, dealings with each other. Many, so many exemplary uh, pastimes that we can learn from. How they are behaving with each other and how we can see, oh, this is how to behave, this is how to, you know, uh, what is that, deal in, oh, this is how to behave in this situation, this is how we should um, take it or any situation like how a devotee, the perception of a devotee of any situation is far different from a non-devotee's perception. A non you would blame everything else or blame anything or becomes depressed or cries or laments or this and that or becomes too jubilated when there is something material gain which is not to be actually agitated upon. So, either way, we should not be agitated not only negatively but also so called positively. Too much, oh, if I got some money or oh, some bonus, oh, I got bonus, yay, and then I'll, I'll, I'll buy one handphone and I'll buy them in a new car or this and that. No, a bonus you got, okay, good, give it to Krishna. Sarvalabdha What is this? What is this? <laughs> Sarvalabdha arpane anacha. You see One must accept the bona fide spiritual master and render service unto him with great devotion and faith Whatever one has in one's possession should be offered to the spiritual master And in association of saintly persons and devotees, one should worship the Lord See, not alone And hear the glories of the Lord with faith, glorify and <coughs> glorify the transcendental qualities and activities of the Lord Always meditate on the Lord's lotus feet and worship the deity of the Lord strictly according to the injunctions of Shastra and Guru. So, this is <coughs> the full gamut of our activities. This verse. Very important verse. So, you see how we have to sarvalabdhar. So, everything we have to use it for Krishna's service. So, all this we have to learn. Yeah. That's why association of devotees is very important. Oh! Cross the Border, fourth question by Rajeshwari Mataji Hmm. Okay, let's finish it now. I usually take three questions from a single person because I want to give chance to others but you know, let's see if we can answer this quickly. Fourth question. Rabuji, posting the fourth question can be enlightened This too, if time permits. Service and sacrifice are the means of expansion of Krishna Consciousness. The path is quite challenging. When the going gets tough, tough get going. So, in such situations, how one should concentrate and adhere to the preachings and attain the goal of the life. Thank you, Prabhu Hare Krishna. Well, if something is troubling you, just read Prabhupada's books, chant Hare Krishna, just sit down in one place, chant Hare Krishna, and read Prabhupada's books and pray to Prabhupada and Krishna, pray to the Vaishnavas for mercy. And this, uh, and of course, if you can associate with devotees, you can you associate and attend the you know classes like what you are doing now, and. Um, these will. There's no other solution. See, this is one solution for everything. Krishna consciousness is one solution for everything. Not that this thing will do something else, do something else, this ritual, that ritual. No, one process. Everything is like I think there is a verse like that. Let me see. Eleven twenty. Twenty nine is it? Hmm. Somewhere here, but ah, yes, this is the one 11.20.25. Okay, let me take out this thing from here. You see, 11.20.25 of Srimad Bhagavatam Yadi Pramadena Yogi Karma Vigarhitam if because of momentary inattention a yogi accidentally commits an abominable activity then by the very practice of yoga he should burn to ashes the sinful reaction without at any time employing any other procedure so we have to use the same Krishna consciousness without employing any other procedure even if something is not right or something like that uh, if something, some reversals happen or something, what is the question? Uh, what was the... Uh, the path is challenging or some challenges come or something. Same thing. The faith, our in the our faith in the process has to increase. And if it is not, if it is shaky, then we have to associate with devotees so that they remind us to gain back faith in that process. So, then when the faith is so strong, then nothing will shake him. Guru Napi pe <inaudible> Yam labham manyate adhikam tata. So we have to have that firm conviction That what I have This Krishna consciousness What I have in my position Is the highest treasure There is nothing more to be attained And it cannot be taken away from me Unless I myself give it away Throw it away So whatever happens I can actually keep it But if I lose that uh, vision Temporarily clouded by some agitated agitating uh, circumstance then what we have to do is just remind ourselves of the philosophy. We'll remind ourselves of the uh, thing. So we have to read Prabhupada's books or and associate with devotees, and just by associating and engaging in the service, automatically all answers will come. Dadami buddhih bhajatam priti Whoever is, you know, uh, engaging in the service of Krishna, then uh, you know Krishna engage. I mean Krishna gives him the intelligence how to come to him, right? so we have to engage in devotional service then Krishna will give the intelligence how to come out of that difficult situation to those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love I give the understanding by which they can come to me so we have to just engage ourselves in service I remember one point in 2011 10 years back wow 10 years back there was a time when I was having a lot of stress because of some family issues, um, you know, a lot of uh, mental disturbance. So um, for about five to six months, at the time, at one point, I remember that day when I was completely, uh, you know, dejected and very like it was so overburdening for me, and I was very young at the time. And it was too much for me to. Take. Anyway, I was in the temple. So I was trying to like manage the situation. But Prabhu Prabhu actually I mean there was some email which came. Somebody was asking something about Krishna consciousness, something doubt. Something like that AMM AM, but in an email. Somebody asked me something. So I gave a very detailed answer answer and I wrote to Prabhu also. I CC'd him on the email. Prabhu is this answer okay? I sent him like this for his question. So I gave a, like almost like essay. Prabhu read the whole thing and said, very nice, you know, this is very nice answer, very nicely presented. So, um, I, that very act <laughs> actually made the situation so much better. My mind was so much freed from all that clutter that was there in my head because when I was writing to that person, it forced me to remind myself about the importance of Krishna consciousness and all the stress and everything that came with those whatever was going on, just went into the, you know, seemed insignificant in comparison to the Krishna consciousness. So when I was explaining to that person in the writing, I was reminding myself about it. And it became a purifying thing for me. So we need that reminders. So when we are doing, so when we do service, automatically Krishna will give us the intelligence for us to also, um, you know, understand the situation and then how to navigate everything. So we just have to become more Krishna conscious this one process not any other process should be employed one process will actually have all the answers in fact many times when we have any disturbing thoughts or disturbing situations or something when we read Prabhupada's books we don't have to like search where is the answer for this no we just keep to the function of reading Prabhupada's books whatever book we are reading just read that book and your answer will be there every person who has read Prabhupada's books will have this experience who has seriously read Prabhupada's books so whatever he is reading, the answer will be there. In fact, many of these AMM questions that you are all, all are asking, no need to be asked. <laughs> answers are already there. Anyway, we will. Um, this is to just show that, so if this session is there too, so that to show you that, that's why the screen is always here beside me. This is our training by Sundar Gopal Prabhu. The screen is always there. So whatever questions, answers are here, Prabhupada's books, you just read them. Answers will be there. That Supathan, Vicharana vicharanaparo. You have to do that. Bhakti and So we have to study them, contemplate on them, remember them, memorize them, and preach them. When we preach these messages to others, then we will be reminded. So preaching is, when pure devotee comes and preaches, he will deliver the world. When we preach, we are delivering ourselves. Now, it may deliver the world, it may deliver those who are hearing it. That is for his benefit because the message is coming pure. But the person like we, who am I to preach about Krishna consciousness? I am myself not pure, right? So, how can I sit down here and preach? Who am I to give the answers? Hmm. Right? Like some answer I do not know. That, uh, what? Radharani. Why she doesn't wear a tilak? I don't know. I, I don't know the answers. I'm not a pure devotee, right? So, But we are answering these questions so that I am reminding myself in the process it will help everybody because it is unadulterated knowledge coming from books of Srila Prabhupada So, every answer is in the book Actually, if you just read these books there will be no questions Because sometimes there will be questions Again, if the books are shown then the faith in all of you my, My intention is not to show my scholarship here my intention is to show you that answers are here and the faith in Prabhupada's books has to increase. That's the whole intention of this AMAM sessions. That every answer is here in Prabhupada's books. Read them and you will have all the answers. Of course we had the advantage of associating with senior devotees, like Gopal Prabhu, whom we asked many questions also. We also asked. But then what he did, he showed from the Prabhupada's books. And that gained our faith. So. Every time if I say oh Sundar Gopal Prabhu said like this, that's why the answer is like this. No, who will accept? Ah Prabhupada said. And then Prabhupada also, what he says? Krishna said. So he's coming from Krishna. So this is Parampara system. If only I am the authority of oh Tatvid Prabhu said like this, that is not any answer. I am who am I to say anything? But quoting from the Shastra, quoting from the spiritual master, quoting from the Acharyas, Guru Sadhu Shastra. If we keep to this process all difficulties will go far away. Far away. Hmm. Like I mean this verse, right? You know this was I have shown this verse a few times. See this eleven, twenty-nine, twenty-one. yo Mai Pare Dharma Kalpa Kalpyate nishphalaya Che Tadayaso ni Rarthasyad Bhayade Rivasattama. Oh Dhava greatest of saints in a dangerous situation an ordinary person cries becomes fearful and laments although such useless emotions do not change the situation but activities offered to me without personal motivation even if they are externally useless amount to the actual process of religion (laughs) now if somebody is crying then oh don't cry it's okay it's okay Krishna is saying useless emotions useless because why? where is the use of these emotions? is it going to change? no so so Some people, nowadays it is a thing that they say, oh, even if, you know, crying is actually good, we should cry our heart out. They say like that. Nowadays the motivation is because they are speaking like this. If you feel rejected, yes. Don't try to suppress it. Fully cry. Cry your best. Over, finish, then come back and address the situation. Let all your emotions come out. And then try to assess the situation. But actually, this is not the Vedic Vedic way of dealing things because they don't have any answer. When there is when somebody is crying, they don't have an answer to that. But we have answer. Hmm. Now crying because of some attachment. Some you know, yeah, basically attachment. So we have to come out of that. And we we, we under we have to we have to understand from the spiritual perspective everything. Then that's like when Arjuna was crying, Krishna said you are a fool. You're talking like Big Big Pandit. Huh? You see here? Asocha nanmasochastam pragyamadams chabhashase pragyamadams. Big scholar, you are big scholar, huh? talking big, big things. Pragyamadams. Gatasuman gatasumas chan nanushochanti pandita. What, you are big, big pandit. You are crying for a, a pandit, will never cry for the subject matter one for which you are crying. That means you are not a pandit, but you are talking like a big one. He chastised him. He did not. Oh crying, huh? Okay, okay, no, no, no never mind, you don't fight, no, you go home. <laughs> Did Krishna say something like that? No. I don't care, you fight. If you you know, if you are my devotee, if you are if you you're known as my devotee, you better fight. And he's not just forcing him. He enlightened him with knowledge, gave him intelligence. Oh you're crying. You cry first, Arjuna, you cry. Did he say like that? You go home and cry. After you finish your crying, you come back. Did he say? No. That is what the motivational speakers are saying nowadays. So, the way is knowledge. With knowledge we will not cry. We will not cry. So, what we will do? We will engage in Krishna service. Useless emotions do not change the situation. But activities offered to me without personal motivation, even if they are externally useless. Even if they... Are, what is that? I am having a difficult situation. You are asking me to read. Where is the connection? connection is there. It may sound externally useless but it is the actual use because the use is that we are attached to the situation that's why there is a problem. We are not serving Krishna. If you serve Krishna, Krishna will take care. Shraddha means that. What is Shraddha? Shraddha shabde Let's see. Shabde, vishwas sudrida nischay Shraddha Vishvas Vishwas kohe sudrida nischay Krishne bhakti koile sarva karma krita hoy shraddha is confident, firm faith that by rendering transcendental loving service to Krishna one automatically performs all subsidiary activities. Such faith is favourable to the discharge of devotional service. What is that? Such faith. What faith? That if I do Krishna consciousness, that is enough. Everything else will be taken care of. How, how will it be taken care of? Prabhu, where is the logic? Are, where, any, is there any logic in our life? Everything is happening, right? Where is the logic that Suddenly, coronavirus came. We were expecting, we were planning big, big things. Suddenly, something came which, you know, all our logic went to, you know, hell. We are locked up in a, in, a, in our houses, right? So, where is the logic? Everything can, anything can happen. Now, logic means Krishna is the one who is the controller of all situations. He will do. He will open up whatever needs to open up. Or if he, if he thinks that we have to be uh, tightened more, then he will tighten the screw and it will be a little painful yeah but that is required Yes, take it as krishna's mantra tattena kampam susamvikshamano bhunjana evaam evaatmakritam vipakam this is a very important verse for all devotees bhunjana evaatmakritam vipakam hridwagvapurbhir vidadhana namaste jiveta yo muktipadesa pradesa dhayaka The Ayabhag means one who is the rightful heir. So, my dear Lord, one who earnestly waits for you to bestow your causeless mercy upon him, all the while patiently suffering the reactions of his past misdeeds, and offering you respectful obeisances with his heart, words and body, surely eligible for liberation for it has become his rightful claim. So we have to just continue our devotional service no matter what the situation Okay, that's how to come out of it, hopefully that answers the question, alright, so next, these questions are unending actually, <laughs> it's like never ending questions, huh, wow, right, what is the next, Suvayan Sadhu Khan? Hmm. Suvayan Sadhukan. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, then Pranam, please accept my amalgam of blessings. All blessed, Prabhupada. Prabhu, it is said that Ramakrishna is Brahma Jnani, and Paramahamsa. Was he? No. Who is actual Brahma Gyani and Paramahamsa? Shla Prabhupada If you kindly enlighten. Enlightened? <laughs> he is not Brahma Gyani. Brahma Gyani will not say that you know, he will worship Kali. He was always found in Kali body, Kali temple. He, uh, the, Selfless soul won't go to Kali temple. He's not a shakta, He's a Vaishnava. Brahmagyani means, you know. And then he gave, he touched Vivekananda, and he became some. He gave him some shock, you know. <laughs> and he said, now I'm. I have lost everything. I have transferred everything to you. Now I'm, a, I'm a beggar now. Now I'm a, uh, what is that? Yeah, beggar. Like I'm. I'm a nothing now. All my potency is completely lost. I've given it to you. That is not uh, Brahma He can make many many Brahma and he can still be Brahma In fact, his Brahma will be more. Right? Paramahamsa. That is the last word you can use for him. Hamsa means devotee. Hamsa means one actually. Why self-realized souls are called Paramahamsa? Hamsa has the quality of taking... If you mix mix in, uh, milk and water, it will take out just the milk and not the water. So they can take the essence out of everything. So, a devotee takes the essence of everything. So, the essence of everything is that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In everything, he will extract the Krishna out of it. How to use it in Krishna's service. Uh, So, in, in that way, he will spiritualize everything. Like, there is paper. Millions of newspapers, magazines are printed every day. But then, the devotee will print Bhagavad Gita. So, he will take the essence. Paper, now, easy to say paper is bad. Oh, you see, paper has brought so many people into Maya. That is newspaper, usually paper means, uh, uh, did the paper come today, they say, have you read the paper, what paper, newspaper, so paper has become synonymous with newspaper, so is paper bad, no, no, that newspaper may be bad, but the paper can be used for another, another way, Bhagavad Gita, and that becomes spiritual now, so that is taking the essence from the paper, using it in Krishna's service, so everything, like internet, like live stream, Anything it can be used. The essence. Take the best use of it. Uh, Not reject it completely. Now if there is milk and water. Ah, this is all diluted milk. Not pure milk. Okay, it is not pure milk. But, pure milk is mixed with something else. So, reject that one. Take the pure milk. Why? Because it is diluted, it is now useless. No, it is not useless. It has to be concentrated now. So, take out. So, that is Hamsa. And Parama Hamsa means a devotee who is in the highest stage he is called Paramahamsa. But this fellow, he is not even a devotee of Krishna. Hmm. Where Paramahamsa? It's all, see, these Paramahamsa title, who gave? Some people of the world. Who are they? Are they the certificate givers? Now, you get your PhD from where? From the beggar on the street or from the university dean? So, I mean, come on. There, there has to be authority. If you get a like a peace, Nobel Peace Prize, some authority has to give you. Not some, some guy on the street is giving you some nobel peace prize or some uh, what is that uh, in uh, in india we have bharat ratna we have what is that uh, so many that all this kind of uh, titles so these kind of things uh, are given by a conferring authority which is uh, authority so krishna has to krishna is saying mahatmanastu mampartha daivim prakriti maashrita bhajanti ananya manaso so they worship me. Always worship me. And of course, Satatam Kirtayanthomam Yetantashta Dredhavrata. They always engage in my service, glorify me, bow down to me. And Bahunam Janmanamante Gyanavan Mam Prabhadite Vasudeva Sarvamiti Sa Mahatma. He is Mahatma who has surrendered to Krishna. Now Krishna is giving the certificate of who is Mahatma, who is Parmahamsa? where he surrendered to Krishna he is not Paramahamsa nonsense rubbish cheater not only nonsense he is cheater if I am nonsense if I am quietly nonsense in my house that's another thing but if I am nonsense and I am spreading the nonsense to others teaching the nonsense that is worse rascal that is what this person is who is actual Brahma Hmm. who is this devotee Paramahamsa pure devotee Sri Prabhupada, okay, next question, Bhakta Virendra, hopefully this is a short question, short answer, let's see what is the question, ah, short, short answer. <laughs> So question by Bhakta Virendra, why do devotees chant more rounds on Ekadashi, such as 25, 64, 108, 192? Wow, you have seen a devotee who chants 192 rounds? While on other days the daily prescribed is 16 rounds. Does it not increase the rounds on some days because our chanting should be constant? It is okay to increase, but don't decrease. Minimum 16 rounds. You can chant more rounds, it is always good. There is no maximum cap. What is the maximum round? No such maximum. Satatam kirtayanta What is that? Kirtaniya sadahari So that is actually our thing. We have to come to Kirtaniya sadahari. But 16 rounds is to say that okay, at least don't fall below this. Come to the point of Satatam kirtayanta. But at least don't follow below 16. That much Satatam you do for 2 hours minimum. If you can do more, well and good. But if you have service, of course, you have you have to fulfill the service requirements. Other service. If you have nothing to do, yeah, go on chanting. But I would suggest, because we are not on the level of Haridas Thakur, you know, of course we can chant, but we should also read. If we don't read, our chanting will be, you know, offensive and all that. Of course, we can always chant. But because we are not on the spiritual stage like Haridas Thakur, we are not purely chanting, right? Nama uh, Nam As we chant more and more, it will offenses also will cease. That is good. But also we should read. When the spiritual master is talking, you know, writing on all these books, we have to read. The reading habit should be there. Then our chanting will also grow healthily. Otherwise, uh, you know what will happen? Prabhu, you know, I am chanting 108 rounds. 108. 108 rounds, not beads, rounds. Understood? Uh, pride. <laughs> so one will try to think of oneself better than others. So he is only chanting 16 rounds. I am chanting 32 rounds every day. 64 rounds. Uh, what devotees these are? It's temple, you know, sitting down, you know. Uh, whole day they can chant. They are not chanting. I'm eating, sleeping. I am, see. I am outside. I am chanting 32 rounds. Better than devotees there in the temple. Finish! Finish! That's it, that will be the end. After that, zero only. So, and even if we chant all the offensive chanting, in fact, very soon we will go out of chanting also. That kind of chanting. So we should never be proud. So to keep our mind in the proper mindset, we have to read Prabhupada's books and try to understand. And engage with Vaishnavas. Humility is is is... Humility comes when we... We associate with Vaishnavas and allow all ourselves to be corrected by the Vaishnavas. Be chastised by them. We should welcome chastisement. Hmm. So, then yes, we will become humble. And all these things, humility is what will take us. And then, what is the Kirtaniya Sadhari? he said, what in what way we can do? Humbler than the grass. So, it is okay to increase rounds on is nothing wrong. You should actually increase. Why? Prabhupada say why 25 more? Why not? But if there is service, yeah, you do service. But minimum 16, he said, don't fall below that. Even on eka, say whatever. If you are preaching book distribution, yeah, you can. You better go do book distribution. And then preaching, uh, chanting, 16 rounds, you don't fall below that. But if you don't have that much preaching engagements or something, uh, chant more, down, more rounds as much as possible. Mm. But also read. Also engage in service. So, everything has to be done. Okay, so, Dhiradas, Dhiradas, das. So question by Dhiradas Hare Krishna, Pravajit, Anwar, Pranam, All glorious. Prabhupada Does Kaniṣṭha Adhikāri means he has not yet <coughs> crossed over his Anartha Nivritti stage? Yes. How to get rid of all the gross and subtle anarthas permanently from life? Again, follow the same process. Not any other, Prabhu, any special thing to get out of Anarthas. You know, like there is a cleaner, you know, like a dishwasher. Oh, this dishwasher is not nice. Then there is the advertisement. You use this dishwasher, it will shine, you see, the dish will shine, you know, like sparkles will come out in the advertisement is there any special dishwasher Prabhu special washer, heart washer to read all the heart of the anarthas Chetodarpanam Arjanam Bhava Mahadavag Nirvapanam what is that? Param Vijayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam you see so this Harinam Sankirtan, Harinam Kirtan is the scrub the heart washer, like dishwasher, heart washer more we chant Hare Krishna more we engage in devotional service we will come out of this Anarthani vritti. but Sadhu Sangha should be there Adho Shraddha Tato Sadhu and then bhajanakriya, Kriya then Anarthani vritti. without Sadhu Sangha doing Anarthani Vrtti will not work Sadhu Sangha should be there hmm. Sadhu Sangha Sadhu Sangha Sarva Shastra Khoi Sarva Shastra Khoi Lavamatra Sadhu Sangha Sarva siddhya Hoi hmm. Sadhu Sangha is very important Okay, next question. Dhiradas, second question. Question by Dhiradas How to practice brahmacharya life while being at home? (laughs) What are all the rules and regulations? What is the daily schedule of temple devotees there? You cannot practice Brahmachari life at home. Brahmachari Gurukule. <laughs> First thing is to stay in the Gurukul. Otherwise he is not a Brahmachari. He may be a bachelor. But a bachelor is not equal to Brahmachari. Uh, Brahmachari means Brahmachari. Whoever is treading the path of spiritual life, he is Brahmachari. So actually in one way everybody is a Brahmachari. But of course we are talking about the ashram now. The ashram, brahmachari ashram means first of all you stay with the guru, not at home at all, come come on, mother will pamper you, finish, you cannot stay with the mother and be a brahmachari, forget it, brahmachari gurukule, uh, ramachandra Bhagwan, you know, father and mother loved loved him, loved him so much, but vishwamitri said no, 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 he has to come out, he become uh, sishya, brahmachari, they were you know, crying and crying and sent him, so no matter what, whether they cry or not, that one has to be done. <laughs> they have to send to the Gurukul. Brahmachari Gurukule. I mean, let's take out the verse. What is this? Brahmachari at home all. What is this? Bogus Brahmachari, you know? Like a Sanyasi at home. What is Sanyasi at home? You see this? <laughs> yeah. Brahmachari Gurukule. Vasandantu Guru Arhitam. Acharandasan Nicho. Gura Sudrida. Savaharitaha. I don't know how many of you know Tamil here uh, there is one joke one of one of the devotees was telling like this anyway let's read the translation first see Narad Muni said a student should practice completely controlling his senses student means Brahmachari here he should be submissive and should have a firm what is that he should have an attitude of firm friendship for the spiritual master with a great vow the Brahmachari should live at the Gurukul only for the benefit of the Guru that is Brahmachari I don't know how many of you know Tamil, but in Tamil there is you know some devotee made joke. What is that? Brahmachari Gurukule, Grihastha Vitukule, Sanyasi Katukule. That means <laughs> Gurukule means in the Gurukule. So they just added Grihastha, Brahmachari Gurukule, Grihastha veetkule Vitu means <laughs> house. He will be in the house, Grihastha. And Sanyasi Katukule, Katu means forest. <laughs> he will be in the forest, sannyasi. So, brahmachari guru kule, grahastha veet kule, sannyasi So, kaat means inside the forest. Ulla means in the forest. Sorry, ulla means inside. Katuk kule means inside the forest. Veet kule means inside the house. <laughs> so, instead of guru kule, is a veet kule. So, uh, in that way, they you know, <laughs> made the joke. So, if you are at home, you are not brahmachari you are Grihastha. Grihastha means, Stha means to stay. graha means home. One who stays at home is Grihastha. So, if you are staying at home, how come you are Brahmachari? So, anyway, the second part of the question was, uh, let's see. I think this one, right? Yeah. So, if you are at all, whatever for whatever reason you are stuck at home, then uh, what is the daily schedule? What are the rules and regulations? Well, same rules as in the temple. Let's go to the rules. Let's take out this thing on the screen. Five. Uh, eight. Eight. Uh, here you see five dot eight dot eight per port. This is the rules and regulations you have to follow. What is that? From this we can understand how we have to be very cautious Ah, okay this is what happens actually there is one verse where is that verse that Bharat Maharaj forgot everything about spiritual life because he did not consult his spiritual master okay let me see if I can find that verse okay just give me a moment Ah uh, yes, I thought so. Five twelve fourteen. Yes. This is it was actually here. Okay. Ah. See you see as a deer what is that? Yeah. He was as a deer. This is his thought as a deer. When he became deer, he was thinking like this. Or maybe he was actually no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He, at this time, he was already a um, Jada Bharat. He was telling to Rahugana. He was telling Rahugana about his past lives. And there he said that actually I was known in a previous birth, I was known as Maharaj Bharat. I attained perfection by completely detached By becoming completely detached from material activities through direct experience and through indirect experience I received understanding um, from the Vedas. I was fully engaged in the service of the Lord but due to my misfortune I became very affectionate to a small deer. So much so that I neglected my spiritual duties. Due to my deep affection for the deer in my next life I had to accept the body of a deer. Here in the uh, purport, Prabhupada is explaining if one always follows here this part yeah if one always follows the orders of the spiritual master there is no question of falling down important point what is that oh I went to the next verse sorry okay you see if one always follows the order of the spiritual master there is no question of falling down As soon as a foolish disciple tries to overtake his spiritual master and becomes ambitious to occupy his post, he immediately falls down. Iskand gurus doing this. Immediately falls down. It's not that, oh, Prabhu, has he fallen down, this guru? Immediately fallen down. As long as he overtake his uh, instruction, overtake and become spiritual master, occupy his post, immediately fall down. Anyway, bhagavad prasadu yasya If the spiritual master is considered an ordinary man, the, the, the disciple surely loses his chance to advance further. Despite, you see now, this is very important. Despite a very rigid life and devotional service, Bharat Maharaj did not consult a spiritual master when he became overly attached to a deer. Consequently, he became strongly attached to the deer and forgetting his spiritual routine, he fell down. Now, This is how he fell down. तस्य हवा Nakuna Kaocha Retasmin, Krita Najabimanasyaha Kritanijabanas Yahara Hastad Potion Apalana Alala and Aprina Anudhya Anudhyanea Atmaniyamaha Sahama Purusha Paricharyadaya Ekaikashaha Katipayanahar Ganena Vyujamana Kila Sarva Evo Davasan. So here he said gradually Maharaj Bharat became very affectionate toward the deer. He began to raise it and maintain it by giving it grass. He was always careful to protect it from the attacks of tigers and other animals. When it itched, he petted it and in this way, he always tried to keep it in a comfortable condition. He sometimes kissed it out of love. Being attached to raising the deer, Maharaj Bharat forgot the rules and regulations for the advancement of spiritual life. And he gradually forgot to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. After a few days, he forgot everything about his spiritual advancement. Now, he just got attached to one deer, one animal. In that, at home, there is so much attachment to family members to furniture to household to everything how much more entangling family life is if you are not strong in spiritual life very difficult it's not impossible but difficult definitely very difficult so many distractions now here in the purport is very important from this we can understand how we have to be very cautious in executing our spiritual duties by observing the rules and regulations and regularly chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra if we neglect doing this, we will eventually fall down. We must rise early in the morning, bathe, attend mangalarti worship the deities, chant the Hare Krishna mantra, study the Vedic literatures and follow all the rules prescribed by the Acharyas and the spiritual master. If we deviate from this process, we may fall down, even though we may be very highly advanced. So these are the things you have to follow. And add to this, I mean, all the rules and regulations means, you have to add, um, eat only Krishna Prasadam, try to preach to Krishna consciousness, Associate with devotees in the temple, like that. All these things have to be done. Okay, these are the rules. But don't think you know, brahmachari is staying at home. That is uh, out of question. What? Sarvanan Rajagopal. Okay. Question. Oh, this gentleman has come recently to our temple. Okay, Hare Krishna Prabhu, Prabhu, how as human, how we can control our own self, how? Anyway, first, controlling all happens when we start to take up the process. So you take up, now you are chanting, started to chant. So you read Prabhupada's books. First thing is controlling, first aspect is knowledge. Now, if I don't know the law of the country, I will do something which is, which is then police will come and punish, if I don't know. if i know what i have to do what i should not do then yeah i will not be caught by the police right so like that i have to know the law first of all so now we don't know what to do what not to do so we have to learn from the shastra which is the message of which is propagated by the sadhus who act under the direction of guru guru sadhu shastra in this way we have to be guided and all the control all the other aspects of control will happen later now you have started chanting You start reading that's the next thing so read and chant and associate with devotees take directions from devotees and automatically all control everything will automatically happen okay okay next question we have still how many oh sorry i actually did not (laughs) i forgot about the link somebody was asking me Oh, now it's anyway too late I forgot to give that link to that whoever was messaging me now only I am seeing the link Okay. next question by Sanat Varma what is the question what is the difference between Jap and Mantra what is the difference between Jap and Mantra it is like asking what is the difference between clothes and wearing them so, wearing is an act of putting on the clothes. Mantra, Clothes is the thing and we wear the clothes. It's like something like that. What is the difference between food and eating? Well, eating is the act of taking the food and putting it in the mouth. So, mantra is there. Japa means we, the process of we chanting the mantra is Japa. And silently. I mean, not silently. Um, a, for oneself on the beads like that. That is Japa. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Hare Hare. So this is Japa. And Kirtan means Hare Krishna. You know, we sing with everybody. Ah, that is Kirtan. The different ways of chanting. But the mantra is the same. So that is that's the difference between Japa and mantra. It's like asking the difference between car and driving. What is the difference between car and driving? It's, it's all like that. Okay. Next. Saundari. Wow. We have reached the end? Really? We have reached the end? Okay, this is the last question. It's interesting. I thought there were many 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 more. Okay, what's the time? Wow, 10.30. I'm sorry about that. Um, okay. Saundari Bala Supramanyan. Dandavath's god brother. Hare Krishna. Dandavath. Pranam. In water, reptiles? R. So we have to drink that water to live. Is it purified or not? Even though cleaned by sun, the flowing of water still. Sun, please explain. Okay, I think I get what you are asking. So there are fish in the water. So if we drink the water, then is that uh, pure? So we can, of uh, me, of course, we can take the Ganga Jal and drink. There is fish, yeah. No man. But we can drink so it doesn't matter whether the fish are there so we have to drink means drink that's it so we have to take directions from scriptures that's why if we try to analyze on our own then we cannot understand so you'll just like cow dung oh dung is it pure cow dung is a stool no No, it's pure more pure than uh, our food so it's very pure but we cannot understand just by uh, no, materially ana- analyzing it Jal. yes, it, actually any flowing river, flowing water is always pure, it is said that is Manusamita. flowing water is always pure no matter what is there, even dead bodies are passing people will still drink you know, the water of the river because at every point, it is moving water and such moving water is always pure hmm. so, that is that so don't worry about whether uh, what reptiles are there or snake or fish is there we have to drink means drink that's all mm-hmm. krishna did not ask us not to drink water from there mm-hmm. so we can drink okay Hari Bowl. i think we have reached the end of the session right yes Thank you very much. Alright, I think that's the end of the session. Thank you very much. Shri so Prabhupada ki jai, jai, Gaur Hari Hari Bol. I think we'll see you in the um, Tattva Darshan tomorrow. Tomorrow is actually Narasimha Chaturadasi, very important day. Um, i don't think today tomorrow Tattva Darshan actually we have done a series on narsimha leela five part series last year so you may want to watch those you know or you can read the past times of Prahlad maharaj from the um, Bhavatam. tomorrow we will see it may be about Narasimha Deva or may not be maybe we will talk about Narasimha Deva let's see tomorrow Tattva Darshan we will meet again tuesday and friday now we have changed the schedule of Tattva Darshan from every day, every weekday to Tuesday and Friday because of the BVA program, Bhaktivedanta Assessments. The test is actually coming this Friday. So I hope all of you are reading that. I mean reading for that. And uh, there will be tests. Don't worry. Uh, don't read to remember. Oh, don't worry about whether I will be able to remember this during the test. Read to understand. Don't read to remember. Read to understand. When you understand, you will automatically Remember because you understand it so understanding is the main thing so don't worry about too much about scoring the marks try to read to understand as long as you understand you will be able to pass easily this question paper okay so i hope you all are becoming ready for that and uh, yeah so we'll see you again hare krishna hare krishna